0: Alright, so Anne, uh, welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode seventy-five.
1: Seventy-five?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, I remembered. Okay, yeah. so episode seventy-five. Yeah. We're both old men now. We've been doing this for almost three years.
1: we well, we're currently in that um you know, the flash forward bit where you see a little flash forward of old man Nick.
0: <laughs> it's really funny because yeah. both of us do have beards now. Mm. Didn't have beards before. I did. You've got glasses. Didn't have glasses before.
1: I did. I've always had glasses.
0: You I have hair. I was bald before. Mm-hmm. Uh we both have Nintendo Switches now.
1: Yeah, but mine's better.
0: Because you have different coloured toggles. Yeah. But you don't have Zelda.
1: Don't need it, I'm gonna get the special edition when they release it.
0: You're gonna get the special edition when they release it. Yeah, they? the
1: Explorer's edition.
0: What's the Explorer's edition?
1: That's all the DLC. Does it? Yeah, when it when it exists.
0: That's upsetting.
1: Yeah, that's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get the Master Quest version ten years down the line <laughs> when they send them game they really wanted to make the precious. one they give away
1: with my Nintendo yeah. players whatever reward scheme they have at yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. yeah. It's
0: essentially just going to be Minecraft but with Zelda characters. Nice in in digital blocky form. Yeah.
1: is that, is that it? You're not going to waste everyone's time?
0: No, 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 no. Nah. That's it. No, we were nah. going to talk about the future and, and what we thought we were going to be doing in three years' time. And then I was going to make a joke and you were going to make a stud remark about how you hope you're not here or you're dead. I will be because that'd be better than this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then I was going to, I was going to, I was going to just laugh it off, yeah. but then afterwards I was going to go cry in my room. So yeah. let's just avoid that, shall we? Yeah. Let's not do that part of the podcast. You're going to complete
1: your crying and wanking trilogy. My crying
0: and wanking trilogy. trilogy. Mm. Yeah. The three colors come trilogy mm. starts off clear, kind of white. And it goes slightly, slightly yellow, where you know I've been rubbing a bit too much, and there's like a pinky hue where I've really been rubbing too much.
1: Oh, that's disgusting!
0: Yeah, It's free colors come.
1: Well, I'm not going to let you escape that for any time because your reviews first. Yeah, uh, exactly. So do that. You're going to slurp your coffee into the microphone while no, I didn't. You're slurp doing that, review? I, it a, I did a very
0: dignified man, man tip. That was you fighting ah. out your mouthful drinking. Mm. Like like Ben Affleck's parents in South Park. Speaking of Ben Affleck, hmm. the news recently revealed to us that Kevin Spacey's a rapist. Oh yeah, an attempted rapist.
1: Yeah, but he's always been weird. Yeah, he's
0: always you been remember weird. Remember, he
1: assaulted a guy in Hyde Park once. No. Yeah, that was years ago when he was living in London. I think he still does live in London, but I, he um. I have no idea. Yeah, he went crazy and chased a guy through Hyde Park or something like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know
0: that he had like an anger issue. Like he beat people up in yeah. the past,
1: and everyone's like, he chose to. St- Come out as gay officially. I'm going to say officially because let's face it, his pet project was a musical. Yeah. Um, to as like his excuse for abusing a fourteen year old.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was an excuse. I think it was just a really shitty idea. Yeah. Those headphones look nice. Who got you those headphones? Um, Oh, the band looks crap. I thought it was going to look nicer than that. What is it made out of? Like faux leather?
1: Yeah. Sure. Why not?
0: The ear cups look better though. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that i put it back. They have like a threaded. Braided. Braided. Yeah. Uh, how do they sound? Alright, I guess. That's oh, good. No
1: sound expert. I'm glad you're happy. With, with that. my audio editing that I do all the time. It's
0: funny that you're no sound expert, but I am. Hmm. I was trained to work in sound.
1: But you have Marley headphones. And-
0: hey, I have Marley headphones with. DAC system. In there.
1: You listen to beats exclusively. That's the only headphones you use. No, that's not true. I
0: use Cyanizer <laughs> HD five 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 for audio audio recording, mm. um, but that's mostly for playback, and that depends on what device I'm playing back on. For recording, so for live session recording, I use a pair of Audio Technique M50Xs. Wow. Uh, but for day to day, you're right. I use Marley Exodus's, the Fringe is only £5. Rip off. Yeah, they've got. They've got ANC system, so it's an analogue noise cancelling system. Sounds weird. That's what they call it anyway, but it's a digital noise cancelling system. Same as everything else. It makes like a weird white noise that plays throughout the background, and that just stops noise from outside coming in. It creates like a vacuum, sound vacuum. Yeah. So uh, those are the headphones I currently use. I oh, don't know. I do have a couple of other pairs, like in-ears and stuff, but they're all just, I buy them cheap. I buy like the quad beats for LG phones beats are quite nice because they use a similar system to the b and B&O, B&O 5s uh, They're just nice in is so And then you nice leave
1: them and... lying around and they get filthy.
0: Yeah, and then I just buy a new pair on eBay for a fiver. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't buy them used Is that, that your a first review? No. <laughs> uh, currently, my, my audio player, it's like a little, it's a little Theo, Theo M5X, I think it's M5X or M5, I'm going to get that mixed up with the Audio Technica, I think it's just the M5. Uh, it's a tiny little, tiny little digital analog, uh, No, it's a tiny little uh, um, lossless pair that's like flac.
1: See, yeah. I just carry around my vinyl record player with me wherever I go.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. I see. I don't think that's as convenient. I, I think that when you, I think that when you're walking, that's fine. But when you're on a train, yeah, it's they a bit tend tricky, to go yeah. left and right. But fuck up the records. Yeah. So I, uh, I just use. Just use a little audio player. Hey, did you know what lossless FLAC... Do you know what the FLAC full lossless audio codec actually means? Because a lot of people say that FLAC's better quality. Do you know what it actually is? No. Do do you want to talk about it? I don't know. Okay, so you get MP3s, right? Yeah. Okay, so the thing about MP3 is the file... People don't realise this. This this is really boring for anyone who's used to our normal normal way of doing things, but let's let's educate you. Um, So an MP3 file will be passed around millions of computers. Disgusting. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but no, an MP3 but what people don't realise is when you transfer data, sometimes you lose a little bit. Hmm. That means quality goes down. So you can you can have poorer quality sections of a song or to um, to make sure that it's the fastest possible transfer, sometimes sometimes it will downgrade. So you go from a very high-end piece of audio, like I say, a 24-bit, 362 kilobytes per second uh, piece of audio, um, and it goes down, 240, and then eventually 164. and it just, it just doesn't sound as good. What lossless does is the integrity of the file never changes. It's a format that means that you never lose any data in the transfer. So even if you were to take a lossless file, burn it to a CD, take the CD, rip it and lossless again, you wouldn't lose any data between that. You wouldn't lose If you were to transfer it to a friend and they played it, you wouldn't mm. lose any data from the lossless file. Whereas MP3, MP3, because the format, and the way that it's compressed... Can lose data. So lossless is just the purest way to listen to audio. It means that you're you're never going to have any skips. Into I just situations. get the band
1: to perform live for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can't do that That's as well. It's probably the purest way. We well, used to have a CD player, right? I've still got a CD player. You still got a CD player? Yeah, it's there. It's basically so you a CD. Take a CD, play. you rip mm. a CD in lossless. Mm. It's purest quality. The mm. CDs were great. 700 megabytes to record to like have like 300 megabytes of data. So you could go crazy. You didn't need to compress it all. You could have the fucking. You could have WAV files. You could have pure audio recording. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not pure because it's like a couple of gig, but you could have very high quality audio recordings. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's today in music. If anyone's wondering, if anyone has any other questions about music, feel free to write it in at. We don't give a fuck about music or your knowledge when it comes to music formats, but thank you for telling us anyway. Uh, that's on Twitter. You used most of your most of your characters just to put that, but then put. Yeah, your name.
1: if you get your 280 tweets? No, you get your 280, 280
0: characters. 280, 280, character 280 characters. You can
1: write as much as you want. to 280 characters?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are you going to review a thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So my first review this week is going to be Stephen King's It. 2017. We're now in the 2X17s. 2 x 2X1 17 so, you know what that means. It's time for those 80s horror movies that you all know and love to be not restored, remade.
1: It's because all the people who are making films now were 10 in the 80s.
0: It's because all the people making films now uh, don't seem to have as much of an imagination as, as Martin Scorsese, a 70 year old man. Don't,
1: worry, man. In a couple of years, everything's going to be fucking neon. And there's going to be, like, cartoon animal creatures everywhere. Like, there's going to be another reboot of Turtles in a few years, in like, oh, yeah. the next decade. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping Botsmaster gets brought back, or Street Sharks, uh, Skeleton Battleborgs, Warriors, Battleborgs, or Big Bad Beetleborgs. Big Bad Beetleborgs. Yeah.
0: Uh, you got. Well, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to do. I would like to throw my hat now. I would like to make a live action version of Mummies Alive. Mm. But I would like to get it right. I would like to go full Holocaust. Like I mean, I want to really, I want to take the Egyptian mummies. And I want to have them fight Germans in Jewish concentration camps. That wasn't a
1: thing on the show.
0: What? No. Mummy's Alive. There was a crossover episode.
1: With Nazis. Yeah. They're called the alt-right
0: now. <laughs> they're, no, they're not. They're called, they're called... They're still Nazis. Donald Trump. They're still Nazis. Donald Trump and anyone who supports the political party. Yeah. Um, but that's enough. No, what, okay, so Mummy's Alive. It was a series and... No, you weren't I'm,
1: talking about Mummy's Alive. <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry. Where's my brain? It. So if you don't know the story of It, it's about a bunch of kids that band together to fight back against a clown who uses the power of fear.
1: He's not a clown.
0: It, fight back against a demon that comes from a never world below our own. Not, not He's extra dimensional. Not Cthulhu, but uh, another, another being entirely that mm. possesses something called the Deadlights. Yeah. Don't know if you know what the Deadlights are, Ant.
1: It's magic.
0: It's a thing inside his body mm. that he can use to hypnotise people using the pain of others that he traps within himself. He feeds off of it. Yeah, feeds he likes off to make fear. them scared. Yeah. So he picks kids because he tends to find that kids have the most fears.
1: And it turns out they all are scared of the same clown.
0: They all are scared of clowns!
1: Yeah, he turns into, like, Frankensteins and stuff in the books. He does. Book. He turns into yeah, a and shit. Like, yeah. he's mad. Yeah, they could have done that now. They could have had him turn into like the Saw doll or something. Well, I yeah. suppose it in the eighties he wouldn't, but, no, but if he like, turned into like Freddy Krueger or something, Silver Bullet, like
0: yeah. Mike Myers.
1: Yeah, if he turned him into Mike Myers or Freddy Krueger or Jason, that would have been quite a cool way of
0: Gary Glitter
1: modernizing it, wouldn't it? Gary Glitter. Yeah, Gary Glitter. Yeah, no, turned. people didn't know he was he was nice back then. So was Savile.
0: Da, 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 da Hey.
1: People like that. The there.
0: cloud. Da, 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 da. Hey. Yeah. Eat your kids, but
1: what about the film?
0: So, it the clown goes to town. Georgie loses an arm. Oh, his brother gets sad and then gets mad. And they beat the clown to death with a bunch of poles. Nice, (laughs) that's kind of what happens. This
1: sprays aspirin halo at him. It doesn't. This is acid. This is is
0: 2016, but it's set in the 80s. This is 2016. They don't have acid because mm. that's too relevant. People actually throw acid at each other now. Oh, yeah. We live in a horrible future in which battery acid is actually something we have to fear. Um, so no, instead they have a they have a they have a cow gun. You know the bolt gun that Churga has in. Oh, oh yeah, no country. <laughs> you have when. a bolt gun. Yeah. So and they commit murder. Nice. That's nice. Um, so they murder a murderer. So you got to remember that's okay. Yeah. Two murders make a right. Yeah. An alt-right. Oh, no. The kid's black.
1: Well, yeah, I'm
0: seeing the Illuminati links here. Are this you is... seeing them?
1: Especially supposed to be reviewing the film.
0: So, anyway, nonsense. he pushes a kid down the well, and they go down there, and they're like, hey, floaty lady, who's our friend. Don't tell them what happens in the film. Let's tell them not have film. an orgy. Let's beat this clown to death with some poles.
1: They only had the orgy to get out of there afterwards, because they were lost. They needed to not have the... Influence of the clown. Someone
0: thing. I talked to didn't understand what this meant in terms of the book, yeah. And and I had to explain it to him. And I want I'm going to tell you my interpretation of this, which I think is right. So, as children, they are scared. Yeah, they doesn't... defeat it. They defeat their fear, and yeah. then their last, their last, um, their last vestige, vestigial childhood, their last section of childhood mm. is is essentially their virginity disgusting so they become stripped of that and they escape as adults their fear the town of Derry and Maine in general and they go on to be successful people is that is that what is that right something like that yeah no orgy in this oh no where's that orgy at
1: they killed the clown
0: they kill the clown.
1: That's the other thing teenagers do to become They beat adults. the shit out of this clown.
0: Yeah. All right. So this is... this is We were talking about battery acid, and I went on to the yeah, cow but You are supposed to be
1: talking about the film. I am. You're very bad at this.
0: So we're talking about the battery acid, and I was talking about the cow gun. So they fire the cow gun once, and then they don't have another gas tank to fire it again. So he goes and points it at the clown's head and pulls it the trigger. doesn't need to. He
1: just needs to make the clown believe. He just needs to believe it's got... That's what he does. Yeah. He
0: doesn't hear them shouting, saying, you need to reload it. And he fires in it and the clown's head explodes. And then and then I give it a I give it a well, it's not a very good movie, I'm gonna be honest. You haven't even
1: talked about the movie Yeah, no. Not really, have you? You just said a lot of nonsense about battery acid and clowns. Alright. What's the film like?
0: Uh well here's 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 the interesting thing about it. So it's a horror movie about clowns, right? And it's based on a well established thing that happened in the nineties that was actually awful but people remember fondly based on a book that has some horror elements that could be adapted very well using modern technology. Well,
1: the book wasn't written in the 90s. The book was written yeah. in the early 80s. In the early
0: 80s. Yes, well, yeah. I'm saying the film adaptation was in the 90s. It was a TV film. The actual book itself, <laughs> yes, was written in the early 80s. But a lot of aspects of the of the book could be integrated back into the into the works, because they couldn't do it in the 90s. They didn't really have the budget. Or well, the technical... No, no, no. I shouldn't say that. Uh, technical ability to... Introduce elements that, you know, more fantastical elements from the book. Yeah. In this, they sort of don't do that. Instead, they just go the route of modern horror. So now, if the clown... If if someone is doing something, and they're like, phew, that dangerous situation is over. Suddenly, they're grabbed by the clown in a scary, scary scene that's meant to make people jump. Yeah. Um, there's suddenly this massive noise that sounds like a train running over a tuba. They go the... Yeah. It just—who's making that noise in that scene? Because the girl's not making that noise, the guy's not making that noise, the clown's not making that noise. Where's that noise coming from? And it's all very artificial, and awful. Why what what have the films cinematography like. and sound and the abilities of people to—you should
1: have watched Happy Death Day.
0: Apparently, that's really good. Yeah, should so, have watched
1: Happy Death Day. It's Run Lola Run. I would. It's actually—it's
0: actually a script that I wrote. Is it? But it's like. Based different.
1: on the song Happy Death Day to You by Alien Ant Farm. Is no!
0: No! Oh, oh, by the way, in The Clown, I give it like, I don't know, it's not great, but it's not terrible. I give it a Robert De Niro now. Like, you got 50-50 chance going to be something you can watch. 60, 40, 70-30. <laughs> chance that 30% is going to be something you enjoy, 70% no. That's
1: probably never been in a good film in. 20 years. Civil Linings Playbook? playbook.
0: Silver Linings playbook. Yeah. It's alright. It's not terrible. Uh, Stardust?
1: Yeah. But he's also been Crush in... Match. What's that one he was in with Zac Efron?
0: Dirty Grandpa? Yeah. If you just take the scenes out of Jason, man- Jason Manzoukas in them, it's actually quite a good film. But it's, it's, not... only, it's only 12 minutes long. Yeah. Um, I was going to quickly talk about Happy Death Day. I wrote a script um for a comedy horror romance sort of thing in which a man gets dumped by a woman because he's failing miserably at his relationship and he just basically just becomes not abusive but just distant and doesn't really nurture her needs or the relationship anymore and then he has to try and win her back but the whole time he's trying to win her back the further away she gets and the more he fails the more of him degrades and drops off
1: that's not like happy death day
0: no but I'm trying to pitch an idea for a film here
1: you you said it was about happy death day
0: I know I was trying to really just shoehorn it in there oh right I was hoping that you would give me some feedback I mean you can read the script if it's called "Love Really Hurts About You." The main track was going to be the... the "Love, Love Really Hurts About You." Never
1: heard that song. You're right
0: breaking me up, really, baby.
1: Sure, it's not cut my life into pieces.
0: This is my last resort. Love my girlfriend, she's so distant. Fucked up the relationship, But now I'm falling apart. Now do 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 do. Like Stephen King's
1: thinner when the guy's bad and he just gets thinner and thinner until he dies.
0: Like, do you remember Finner? Have you watched yeah. Finner recently? Yeah, yeah he is. Well, not oh, recently, no. Like,
1: Why would I watch a Stephen King cause two thing Because two weeks recently? ago
0: they put it on Netflix, so I watched oh. it. And it's when he touches his face, he goes, Fina.
1: Was it also, was it the stuff that made people melt?
0: Yeah, the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's zero calories, but it's so, so good. And then at the end, you've got the two... I'm pretty
1: sure it's just marshmallows.
0: It was like just marshmallow fluff. Yeah. Yeah. It looked nice. I'd it eat did. It. Well, it looked like ice cream.
1: I'd eat it, definitely.
0: But uh, yeah, I like I like stuff. It's a good film. Yeah. It was like weirdly technically proficient. There's a scene in the stuff that um, that makes me think of the Blob from 1988. I don't know if you've seen the Blob from 1988. Yeah, of course I've seen the Blob. With Kevin no, Dillon. Yeah, where well, the guy and the,
1: melts and she pulls his hand and like his hand comes out. The... Yeah, that's great. No, yeah. I was
0: talking about the phone booth scene. Where the kid gets killed
1: in it. A little he kid gets get, yeah. yeah. It's fucking melted. Yeah.
0: Great
1: movie, yeah. Because yeah. um, one thing I like with the Blob film is like I love the original 1950s one. Um, they kill the Steve McQueen character off in like the first 20 minutes. It's just like yeah, the Blob just drops down. That's the one he gets his arm pulled yeah. off, and it's yeah. just like oh, they killed the Steve. That's a well, really Steve smart McQueen way. Of doing was a remake. really early into his career then, wasn't he? Not in no, not in the 1980s. He wasn't. He was dead. The character he played in the original film.
0: I thought he died in the original film.
1: No, in the no the original film. Oh, he was the hero no, in the thir- in the original film. Yeah, yeah. I
0: remember now. Sorry.
1: And he played the hero character and his yeah. character gets killed in the yeah. first 20 minutes of the remake.
0: Yeah. And he's played by the guy from the Goonies. He goes, you Goonies hey, you guys! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was one of those equal opportunities hires. Yeah. It's like, that guy's dead now. Which one? Chunk. Uh, chunk? No, crunk. Crunk?
1: No, well, the big guy, Sloth. Yeah. Sloth, there Sloth you. was the guy with the mask on. Yeah. The rubber face. Baby Yeah it is Baby roofs
0: Love really hurts Without you Yeah dear. Breaking my heart So you spent 10
1: minutes Sort of Mentioning it
0: (laughs) It's not really A great movie I don't know why I gave it to Robert De Niro (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: 80-20
0: The best bits of it Are just where the kids Are hanging out Like in the way They swear and stuff It's very natural It's like It's like When you're 13 And when your parents aren't around Like When your parents are around You're like Oh mum dad How you doing How's everything going? And then as soon as you're around your friends, like, oh fucking shit, fucking bums. fucking piece of shit, cunt,
1: fucking cunty bollocks, fucking cunty
0: bollocks. When yeah. you're a kid, you just you say it. You don't understand what you're saying, but you say it as if you do. So, yeah. like, I heard. I remember when I was a kid. I had a friend who who didn't really understand what shit meant. So he would say, "Oh, this is a shitty biscuit. I'm fucking done with this shit." Like he would just use shit in replacement of everything. And whereas nowadays that's the norm. Back then it was just funny to hear someone say. Say, like, just, oh, I could really go for a shitty sandwich and stuff like that. Just something, just know. Denou- did denou- You should have made him a shit sandwich. Denoting quality. Yeah, I should have. But yeah. it sounds, it sounds like. confident in consistency. It is very hard to explain because I can't think of anything that isn't a normal use of the word shit now, but back then there were just ones that would probably be normal now. Look,
1: instead of shit, say poo. <laughs> instead
0: of poo, say bull poo. It's my poo and this poo is cold. Yeah. Instead so of bitch, say, no, instead of in, in, bitch, in, in, bitch. Yeah, with bitch, stop the, the, drop the, drop the because, tea cause, yeah. because bitch yeah. is Latin for generosity. And step four don't say fuck anymore because fuck, fuck is the worst word, word that you can, can say. say. You shouldn't say fuck, no. You shouldn't say fuck, fuck. No, it's over. You go. Yeah. You don't have to spend your life addicted to crack. I'm okay. on the street giving handjobs smack. Follow this plan, and very soon you will say it's easy, okay?
1: You done. God
0: has smiled upon us today.
1: I've got the soundtrack. You want to borrow it? You want to listen of a to it? Just in your, our hands. in your own time. In your own time. Just want to listen. to Yeah
0: and blessed be <laughs> okay
1: right so should I review something then should I Uh because you're probably going to ruin it later I'm going to review Stranger Things season 2 now okay okay yeah okay Stranger Things season 2 is on Netflix it is a show you can watch it follows on from season 1 and runs for 9 episodes and then ends that is my objective review um personally though because objective views don't actually exist don't tell the right wing types that that you can't be objective about reviews you know lot you saw Stranger Things didn't you season 1 eh do you remember that yeah I was sure. do you remember it. that show remember that show yep so this one carries on year later um thingy might win what's his name Will is having weird little like visions and stuff of a giant cloudy tentacle Cthulhu-ish type you know otherworldly monster yeah crawling over the place and no-one's seen 11 for a year or mm-hmm. have they um, dun, dun, dun. but it continues the whole tradition that the previous series had like the previous series was structured around the kids were on like a sort of a goonies gremlins type adventure yep. and the teenagers were on a nightmare on elm street type adventure the adults were in a poltergeist type adventure it was like you know three different types of 80s horror running parallel from each to each other and it's really quite impressive how they crafted the series with three different distinct styles of horror. Um the second series like does similar things to the first one where it, su- it suffers in similar ways where the teenagers don't really do that much and that's super interesting until you get to the end, that their horror elements don't really come into it till the end. because mm-hmm. that happened in the last series. It was more about their relationships for a while and you sort of they sort of ducked in and out of the story, but they didn't have as much involvement in it as the adults and the kids. Um but this series a similar thing happens in this series, but I do like The way they sort of interwine the kids and the teenager stories together. Sort of showing, you know, the kids are growing up a little bit and they'll be teenagers in the next series, really, won't they? Yeah. I mean, they sort of are. They're about 12, 13 in this series, aren't they? The kids? Yeah. Yeah. Um, The stuff with Steve was brilliant. He Obviously, they know people liked him in the last series, even though he was a dick of a character. Hey, hey! They've made him... I mean, he's blatantly... What's his name? Ralphio, isn't he? John Ralphio. Yeah, Yeah, he's blatantly the same character.
0: Um, I... Said last time, I love Steve. Hmm. Steve was my favourite character. Well, one of my favourite characters in season one. Yeah. I spoke about his hero journey. Okay, can I just have like two minutes to talk about Steve? Is you that okay? can't talk about anything for okay. just two minutes. Right. Well, Steve in the first series had the perfect arc. He started out as just the douchey guy that was interested in the girl. He made a move. And then stuff happened, and then his friends found out, and his friends became dicks. So he defended her honor, despite the fact that originally he was kind of like them. Yeah. In defending his honor, he got beaten the living fuck out of him. Hmm. But then, in the moment where you know most people would ask questions, he turned up at he turned up at um, Jonathan's house to go and talk to her because he knew she was there. And ended up being the hero of the moment because Jonathan's a whiny twat and I fucking hate the character. He's a cunt. What is the fucking point in him? Uh But Listen Steve Steve had like a proper hero's journey. He starts out in a bad place. He's not a nice character. He learns a lesson and develops as a character. He defends another character's honour against a normal friend. Yeah. And then he becomes part of a supernatural threat, and instead of running away, as would anyone who began in that original sane. part of the journey, any sane person, <laughs> instead of running away, he stepped up and become a hero you of the stuck metaphysical world as of oh.
1: Nails into a baseball bat. No, pack. that
0: was done by Jonathan, and he ended up dropping it because he's a fucking yeah. whiny little but baby girl. <laughs> Such a girl. And then uh, Steve, Steve, after beating a demon and saving these two people, instead of being like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? You're hanging out with this dweeby crybaby guy who's blobbering in the corner," he, which rightly he would be able to do because it's a weird situation to find someone in, hmm. instead he just goes, "You don't need to tell me what's happening, Dan." Are you okay? Jonathan, you okay? We're friends with this guy now? I'm fine with that. I'm going to buy him a camera for Christmas.
1: That's nice of him. Like,
0: it was just the sweetest arc, and the character was in the background, and people were saying, like, he was such a douchebag, and I was like, Steve's, like, one of my favourite characters. for like
1: the first half of the series. It's like the second half where... He... he like,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, because it's his arc. It's like, it's a redemptive arc. But
0: no one else had an arc, <laughs> except for <laughs> Will.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, um, Eleven had an arc, and so did Hoot Hopper. Old uh, friggin' what's-his-face. Hellboy, new Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. Um Winona Ryder, she's there, she's still doing stuff. Sean Astin was in it. A nice little uh link I to Goonies. It. He was playing Patton Oswald in the series. It's very very good of him. He was cool in the series. I like Bob. Bob was great. Bob was fantastic. He figured things out. And he did all sorts of cool stuff. He he became a bit of a hero. And, you know, he fed some dogs. Literally. <laughs> um but yeah, the show's like follows that same sort of structure with a free tiered horror thing it all intertwines together there's an episode that everyone seems to hate which is episode 7 I fucking with hate um, it. 11 when she goes off to find another one of the experimented kids number 8 um, there's more of them ooh how many are there ooh we'll find out one day maybe there's probably a new one each series I imagine what do you mean well more of the experimented on kids Aren't they? She went off and found number eight. It
0: was like twelve cases. Yeah, but you don't
1: know. You haven't seen them. You don't know who they are yet. Oh yeah, no, I know. But, um, maybe the former team of X Men or something. I well, don't know. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you but, finish your review. But now. that whole like that episode, everyone hated. I quite enjoyed it because it was completely different from the rest of the series. It felt like its own little individual thing that they did, and mm. they had a little like sort of a somewhat of a heist type thing. Not really a heist, but they had like. They had a little mini-adventure going on, and it didn't have any monsters in it, and it was all just about, you know, them characters, you know, the more proficient user of her abilities, teaching Eleven how to focus her abilities a little bit and stuff, and all full of punk rock dudes, which you wouldn't get in the little Indiana town. It was quite nice to have a bit of have something else from the 80s that wasn't something that would fit naturally in the town. Because if you had punk rockers in that Indiana town, it would look a bit out of place, because they are all kind of, like, southern... Sort of, you know, it's more denim and sort of blue jeans and mm. chest hair in that town than, than you know, hair dye and piercings and stuff. Um, but you know, Eleven ends up looking bitching, as she says, She's yeah, bitching. Um, the episode before that, I actually had a lot more problems with because the episode before that was kind of a bit like jumping all over the place a bit, and then it got to the finale and the f- the final part of that episode six was like literally aliens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They even had the sound effect of the radar and Paul Reiser mm. looking at the screen going, oh my God, mm. like that. Um, but it was a really, yeah, just a fun series. They bumped up the special effects a bit in this series. Cause a lot. The, yeah, because the, the the demogorgon in the last series looked pretty bad. The um, demogorgon
0: in the last series I thought was practical effects partially.
1: Some of it was, yeah. but they, yeah, I thought
0: it was just going guy in a suit for most of it and then a green... But suit.
1: the CGI, when you saw him like in the school, it was really ropey. He looked it looked a little not quite in place properly but they bust bust bumped up the budget on this a lot less of the upside down stuff in this series There was only really the tunnels there wasn't as much of like seeing the town because that's like a Silent Hill type thing isn't it you see the other version of the town it's kind of a bit Silent Hillish where it's it's all looked messed up and everything it was less of that Um, I didn't mind the new character Max she was a bit of a angry kid and I kind of like that Eleven was instantly jealous of her and didn't like her and all that sort of getting some some. Girl fighting action going on the next series maybe maybe Max is one of the secret experiments. You don't find out like a massive amount about her and her family dynamic. Just that her stepdad's a complete dick. Her brother seems to be like a little version of her stepdad, mm. and then she beats the shit. she syringes him and scares the shit out of him. Um, but yeah, her brother's a complete asshole. This kind of felt like wasn't much of a much more should have be a bit more with him. But at least they didn't do like another Steve thing with him and have him. Be a hero himself. at the end. Yeah. No, he's still a dick at the end of it. He's a massive arsehole. just a bit more scared of his sister. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's good. Um I don't know if they maybe went a bit too far revealing how Steve gets his hair perfect. Um
0: No, I think that was fine. Yeah. 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 Maybe he we could I'm...
1: develop it further in the next series yeah. and work his hair. I mean, he's not gone full flock of seagulls yet. He's still got room for that. Um it will be nineteen eighty five in the next series, wouldn't it? So that'd be about flock of seagulls time, I'd say. About the right time. Yeah. Um, what comes out in 1985 in the cinema that they're going to have to reference in that? I mean, they did Aliens, which is two years too early, but they did some Terminator stuff. There's a lot of musical cues that sound a lot like Gremlins and Terminator in that series. Um, well, 1989 will be the next one. No, 85 will be the next one. This series is set in 84. So Freddie... No, it's set in 83. 84 will be the next series. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. 84
1: is... Um... Yeah, because it's a year after the Ghostbusters came out, this series, wasn't it? God,
0: what is 84?
1: Um, Nightmare on Elm Street... Like two, yeah, the set, yeah, Dream Wars actually, third one.
0: No, it wasn't Dream Wars it was 85, was, was it? it? All right, one sec, we might to do a jump cut. No, the first
1: sorry, one's was... first night, first night on Elm Street 1982, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because 1982 is like a crazy year for films, it was like
0: insane. It's like 88, 88 was yeah. the same, 88 was a fucking great year, as well. yeah. Oh, The Thing,
1: The Thing's 82.
0: Ah, 85 was a night on Elm Street, 2
1: was it? Yeah, Blimey. Maybe it was eighty four for the first Nightmare on the street then. Must be. I'm bad at
0: that. Yeah, E two was the thing. Um. do no, not right. When was uh when was The Exorcist Was that didn't tie in.
1: No, that's no. They had an Exorcist moment towards the end of the series, didn't they?
0: Yeah.
1: Very Exorcism. That's what I meant. Exorcist two the heretic. Jeez, nineteen
0: seventy seven.
1: Really? Yeah. That film's awful.
0: It's all right. It's, it's a mess. To the heretic, it's a mess, but it's got <laughs> loads of interesting stuff in there.
1: Yeah, it's got James L. Jones wearing a weird tiger yeah. mask, cockroaches, so many bugs. Yeah, lots <laughs> um, of bugs. Yeah. Well,
0: he, the the guy who um, most influenced by bugs around that time was um, John Carpenter. He did uh, was it um, what was it Master of Darkness or whatever? Yeah, was that that year? No, I, don't I can't know. fucking remember. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So Stranger Things two. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a solid series. Like a
1: bit yeah. wobbly in places, but like I think it's a perfect companion to the first one. It's not like not worse or really it's not really like bad in any way. Hmm. It's just a really solid series. I think I, I still think I would have liked it if each series of Stranger Things was like an episode of the Twilight Zone where like each one's a completely different scenario. You know, like each one's a comp- different cast of characters, different scenario each yeah. series. A bit like American Horror Story does, but they continued this on in an okay way, because I was happy with the way Series 1 ended. I like the whole, is 11 still around or not? Yeah. Um And all that, all the mystery that was still left, but now they've like gone a bit bigger with this one, and I imagine the next series will involve finding a way to stop that giant thing Yeah, that's there. 1985 was when Godzilla returned to cinemas in Japan. Great. Yeah. Maybe Fantastic. they'll have a Godzilla in the next series. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> a literal well, Godzilla was that your review of Strange Things Season 2 yeah or Strange Things 2 as they're calling it on Netflix yeah but
1: if you review it now you know what happens well you forget that there
0: was another thing you wanted to review no 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 no. it's yeah. part of my it's part of my 4, four. Um, so Strange Things Season 2 I have a similar opinion to Ant, except I fucking hated episode 7 I hated episode 7 because um, you're racist against
1: Indian no, girls no Seven episodes you don't like into- how it felt like a weird X-Men spin-off? No,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> seven episodes into a series that um, involved a 12-year-old girl who had already killed people to save herself because she'd been put through horrible torture by people in masks and just an unknown organisation. Um, they decided in the second season, uh, episode seven, they were going to have a morality tale teaching her that not all the bad guys are bad and she will need to investigate their entire life story before killing them in future or else... Possibly kill someone with a family who's trying to kill her.
1: That guy who was the um, in the apartment. He he's was in the, the new series from, of
0: Agents of Shield. He's also in Constantine. Is he? Not he's in, the priest who stabs himself in the oh, wrist to put the symbol in. He's also yeah. in a film called The Devil's Candy, which I reviewed a few months ago. Constantine would be a good film if it wasn't called Hell. Wasn't based around Hellblazer. Yeah, it would be.
1: It's actually got some decent stuff in it.
0: Yeah, it's got a lot of decent stuff. I yeah. like the fact that it doesn't need to explain itself every five minutes. Yeah. Like the bug demon. It's just like, oh, that's a bug demon. And I've got this thing that annoys the bug demon, so I'm going to use that. Yeah.
1: Um. Gavin Rossdale melts.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> so Yeah, he does, yeah. Um. So, sorry. Season two of Stranger Things. So, yeah, I have, I have a lot of problems with se- episode seven, but there are ways to redeem it. There are ways to save it. So you were saying how episode six it felt like an aliens episode, it especially like the aliens. last. It was yeah. all
1: over the place, like because they had the whole meat cute bit, the whole cute romance moment earlier on in the episode. It was totally yeah, jumping
0: about. That was very weird, anyway, because yeah. that felt like it the was end of an. Funny e- the set, follow up the breakfast oh, bit yeah. afterwards though. Yeah, it was hilarious. How the, was the out. That should have been that should have been episode five. <laughs> yeah, and then episode six should have been them them hearing the alarms or going to find their families and whatever, and all meeting up near the lab. Hmm. And it should have ended with the demo dogs, and after Steve's adventure, because that Steve's adventure was parallel to what was happening. Yeah, and then their adventure wasn't. So why was it given so much of,
1: time? There was a bit of time jumping
0: around on yeah. that wasn't there. So they should have had that part in as part of episode five, and then led into episode six. And episode six, the side short story should have been with eleven and and eight. Yeah, how close is Chicago to Indiana? Because eleven got back in like what three hours? Yeah, it should have been. <laughs> it should have been intercut. So it yeah. should have had little segments going back and forth between them. It shouldn't have had the morality tale. That wasn't yeah. needed. All that was needed was them cementing their relationship and what happened in that lab. Hmm. Um, and then episode seven should have been just all on the dogs are in and everything's going crazy. And then episode eight. It should have just been episode, eight episodes again. It
1: was Gremlins 2, wasn't it?
0: They, it? It was. was aliens, they? They had, yeah. It was Aliens, wasn't it? It was Aliens,
1: Gremlins 2. There was a lot more of them. That was basically the...
0: I I really fucking like this season. Yeah, I like this season because once again, Steve gets my MVP player. Uh, once again, Jonathan's a whiny fucking twat, and I just despise him as a character. He's he is every eleven year old in anime. Now he's the guy from American Beauty
1: who loves watching the bag yeah. float around in the wind. He's
0: when everybody's <laughs> getting ready, he stands behind Nancy. I mean I'm not I'm not someone who's gonna shoot know, I wouldn't
1: mind getting behind Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how old is she? The actress. was the pull out? She's about twenty, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she has a uh, then.
0: Here's my problem with the series, right? I am Wait, awful- what?
1: Half my age plus
0: seven. <laughs> Shit. Look, anyway, so here's my problem with this with this season. I like all the characters there except Jonathan. He serves no purpose.
1: Yeah, Bob's great.
0: Bob uh, was great. Bob was great. I yeah. fucking hate Sean Astin. I was so happy to see him die, but I would sooner see Don't Jonathan spoil it. die. I would sooner <laughs> see Jonathan die than I would see Bob die. Well, maybe next series. I really hope so. It, they can do the horror movie. I fucking. Hope they can do the horror
1: so. movie thing of killing one of the he's main characters in the first two minutes.
0: He is a hindrance in every fight, every scene he's in. He's a hindrance. He is just shit. There's and then Nancy can get with... Uh, what's his Steve face? again.
1: No, the kid with the curly hair. Oh, Dustin.
0: <laughs> love Dustin. <laughs> That's the
1: first thing that Eleven says is teeth. Yeah,
0: is that, he's like... Rrr. I love that thing. All yeah. through the episode. That is a just like, weird, stop doing that. Yeah, it's a stop. weird teenager thing to do, and that makes sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love Stranger Things, but it's hampered by one Jonathan-sized hole throughout every episode. Like at the end, at the end, every... The first season... He is about to let Nancy die because of his incompetence, and then the—you know what saves her? Steve. No, he thought uh,
1: about it because he's actually
0: into corpses. And then season season two, episode mm. eight. Not to spoil, what mm. happens. But there is an integral moment when everyone is trying to save a character, using their wits and being intelligent human beings. And what does he do? He goes, Mom, no! Mom, don't do it! You're cute! And then he holds, he cries against Nancy's shoulder. He literally can't watch his, this person being saved. He is there. (laughs) Do you not remember the scene? Rewatch this with Jonathan as the villain, as actually being an agent of the company. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's ruining everyone's Maybe he life. is. That's what I think. But he, he
1: doesn't shoot Polaroid, so he can't is, be.
0: There is no way. There is absolutely no fucking way this guy isn't in some way a villain. Because he is so badly written. He is such a hindrance to everyone.
1: You just don't like him because he's got nice hair.
0: He's got shit hair. He's got the, he's he's got got the, the hair. Of, he's got the hair of a rapist working in Maplins. got Lins. the hair of Chesney Hawks. He's got the hair of a bloke who has a hard drive full of extreme Not porn. everyone
1: who works in Maplins is a rapist.
0: All right, paedophile. Okay. But it just doesn't make any sense for... For me, in a scene where you've got even, like, the fucking... You've got the, the 12-year-old kid with a catapult getting ready to go into action, and then you've got John. Yeah,
1: catapult. It's a nice... Begin. It's a nice the thing, yeah. yeah. The it, sorry, reference. It,
0: yeah. Every fucking scene he's in, when something's about to go down, he's either got his camera ready to take a picture, or he's going like this... It's like... And Nancy's like, oh, I fucking love that guy. And then there's Steve, just like with a baseball bat yeah, next to him, going for a shotgun. Emotional and stuff. But he's not emotional. He, he follows. You just
1: complained he was crying all the time. Yeah,
0: that doesn't mean he's emotional. <laughs> he is it's emotional. Like, what's his arc of this series? Oh, he wants to get into Nancy's pants by helping her with the Barb thing. And every time she's talking about Barb, he's like, "Oh yeah, Nancy, I really like you." And she's like, "I'm glad you care about Barb as much as I do." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like in season one, she's like, she's like, "We've got to find out what happened." What happens when blood is? Oh, it brings about a monster. I hope this leads us to Bob, and he's like, "Yeah, Will's my brother." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, we found Will. We found Will." <laughs> like, just fucking shittily written. Just shittily written, and just hinders the story. Like, fine, maybe Nancy needs to dump Steve and get with someone else, but at least make her get with someone who's proactive, like Dustin. Dustin's great. I fucking yeah. love Dustin. I've I mean, he well might
1: have hit a demodog thing for half the series. He
0: hit a demodog, but then, having done that, he was then brave enough mm. to not cry when a demodog chased them down. But then, use that relationship he built to feed the demodog a free yeah. musketeer and let them go. Yeah, it's good job it was their his life. one. He said that. Well, of course, it was his one. It tracked him down because it could smell him.
1: Yeah, true. It was like a dog. I don't want to know what happened to his turtle.
0: Oh, but well, the one that you left in the thing
1: with the. He took out the cage.
0: Yeah. He and put the dirt down.
1: And when you see the cage is broken, you figure, oh, right, it's got out and it's eaten the, the tur-. turtle. But no, it's the cat. Yeah. I'm like, where's the turtle? Still having a great time. It's just running around. But it hasn't had his heat lamp for ages.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> um, it's probably hibernating.
0: But yeah, so my MVPs are series Steve, of course. Mm. And then it goes Hopper. Yeah. And then it goes Dustin. Yeah. I liked, I liked Eleven's arc, but Eleven wasn't really used very well this season. She had
1: Ripley hair for the first half, didn't yeah. she? She just wasn't used very well. Maybe she'll have a season. shaved head again in the next series. Maybe.
0: She just wasn't used very well. No, no the, the, was, the whole
1: thing was like building up to yeah. her and Finn, Mike, getting yeah. back together.
0: I liked Finn was actually great. Finn Wolfhard, Mike. Finn was great. I agree. Mad Max was great. Actually, Mad Max would probably come in fourth for MVP. Mm-hmm. As an introductory character, she did fantastically. Yeah. Winona Ryder comes in fifth. Fucking incredible turnaround From Winona, Winona Ryder um, And then Winona
1: Ryder's always great
0: She is always great yeah. I I was I fucking When she was
1: Spock's mum Yeah And she they couldn't teleport her off of
0: You remember when she was Spock's mum And Spock was <laughs> off having space adventures And she turned to us And she goes Son how are you doing It's really so,
1: Oh no She fell off the cliff And then they, <laughs> they <laughs> failed him to in teleport her. Him in the
0: background And <laughs> it's like
1: Oh no They failed to teleport her But like How many times in that film Did they teleport someone While they were moving yeah
0: she was already dead that's what they were trying to say <sighs> should...
1: it was at the moment though the sparky thing happens. humans
0: fall faster than, than uh, teleporters can keep up humans then. fall faster than than uh, shreks do oh true falcons I mean but yeah so like there's a lot of great characters a lot of gra- great characterisation I mean autocorrect everything that happens with Jonathan just new character and I'd be happy because he's a fucking Tell
1: plenty the next series having him be killed off in the first five minutes oh, Jamie Lee me, Curtis it would, style
0: it would make me so happy would it be
1: amazing if that new Halloween film they bring up Jamie Lee Curtis gets killed just in the, the first five, a five minutes again Yeah. Again. how many times she died like four or five yeah she dies off camera it's in ridiculous. one of them
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I just fucking I just I can't understand why he's in there I, they're competent writers like the stories and everything that mm. happens it makes sense but just I would rather have those punks come to town than have Jonathan and Maybe Eddie they on.
1: will. Maybe eight will come and find I them. I
0: really hate him. Do you not... Do you understand why I hate him?
1: Because you hate white people.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit of it.
1: To be honest, everyone should.
0: Yeah, we're awful. Mm. Uh, but no, I just... I don't understand the character. I don't get the motivation other than he wants to get Nancy's pants. And then she's like... She's an intelligent person. And she's mm. just like, Oh, this guy's willing to follow me to the ends of the earth. And he cares just as much. No, no, he just wants to fuck me. But he wants to fuck me so bad he wants to fuck me forever. And then possibly keep one of my severed tits in his fridge. Maybe. He's a freak. He's fucking weird. He just wants to bum his brother as well. It's gross. It's really crap. Don't like Jonathan. (sighs) Hopper's really good, though. Hopper's great. Hopper Hopper knew about PTSD. Yeah, of course he, he does. Like, because he might have been in Nam. Well, he was in Vietnam. Was he in Vietnam? He was also
1: a big time cop in New York. It's mentioned yeah, in, the also, yeah. in the first series. Yeah. yeah.
0: I always sort of like the fact that he's gone from the the intro to him in the first series, if you don't remember, is him getting out of bed after fucking that woman, mm. lighting a cigarette, taking a drink, and then getting in his car. This yeah. one, dancing to some records. Yeah. Like an old dad. Getting his moves on. Getting his moves on. Sharing cigarettes. Yeah.
1: So, in the first series, well was for the most part I'll just like, no, there's nothing weird going on. It's fine. It's nothing going on. He's just gone missing, okay. Mm. And then there's the whole thing where he finds when he goes and just takes a chance after everyone's claim. That's not Will, yeah. And he cuts his it, foam, and like you know, the foam body that they made, like that they must obviously just had in storage. Um,
0: yeah, it's a good series. Yeah, I, I honestly, it was almost perfect. Yeah, I was really happy watching it. It gave me that exact feeling that I get from watching other. Like, it almost had an E.T. feeling, again. So the first oh, yeah, series yeah. had a lot of that E.T. feeling. This had an e. well, E.T. The meets pet. The Goonies meets yeah. Monster Squad, then Return the Living Dead at the end. Yeah. Like, had a really nice... Like, it invoked a lot of 80s film stuff. And you know what? They've got the shooting style down to a T. Mm.
1: I can't wait until they get to 1989 and they can have a Robocop episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I just love the fact that, like, this is a Rate series seven, that's made nowadays that's shot properly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, wide-angle shots that encompass a scene and aren't just face shots.
1: They held cameras still.
0: I know. Yeah. Like, you know the scene where they're all talking. They
1: use You've... really clever casting to make you wonder about what the characters are going to be because Sean Astin doesn't die in films. No. Sean Astin survives. Paul Rice is never trustworthy. Yeah. So when you have him guiding Sean Astin around going, look out for the, okay, the dogs are and yeah. stuff like that, you're constantly thinking he's going to purposely get him killed to cover stuff up. Yeah. He can't kill the main guys because they're too important. Everyone exactly. knows about them. But yeah. Bob... He's probably got bitch tits.
0: I actually did think that they were going to kill off one of the main characters. Yeah. I thought they were going to take down Will. Will, yeah. Kill him. I thought Will was going to go. No. I yeah. Because can you imagine it would just be a season of Jonathan crying? <laughs> or he'd snap and he'd just start doing weights. I think they should
1: give Will powers in the next series. Explain how the powers get given to the because they must, they, all the people who've got powers must be connected to the upside think, down yeah, somehow. Yeah, like maybe they've been exposed. Yeah, and this is like where he
0: well, Hopper and Dustin both yeah. got spores in their mouth. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah, gross. That was another great thing. You know, Hopper, he went in the first time, and they come and they save him. Yeah, and they give him the spray down. And the second time he gets it again, he's just like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just everything feels right. Yeah, Everything's shot right. Everything is developed right. It's not sped forward it's not given not enough time to like you know go through the motions they have a clear path and they're not asking for 22 episodes this isn't your normal American TV show where you get a successful first season and then you get 16 episodes in the yeah, second there's
1: Netflix they make how many episodes is needed not yeah. and it's just, yeah, they don't is, order 20 ep- odd episodes I was know.
0: more excited about this than I was for the second for, the, for Iron Fist and I love Iron Fist hmm. so this was great there's but a second I'm, series of Iron Fist being made. Is there actually a second series being Yeah,
1: but different leads in charge of making it this time. Because oh, he's off making um, humans, isn't he? Oh, yeah, it's which awful. Is, uh, yeah. yeah, it's
0: like bland.
1: They did have the big wall guy, though. Can't remember his name. The, friggin', the Oh, yeah, the, the tre- teleport. teleport guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which I thought was pretty out there.
0: Yeah. Well, most of them are out there. I mean, Medusa mm. has hair that you
1: can... Consume. Not anymore. No. <laughs>
0: But all in all, I think that Stranger Things is a step in the right direction. I think that now people are seeing this, they're going to replicate and just be like, oh, we can make TV shows about the 80s, and that's what it is. And they won't look into it and see that it's the shots, it's the composition, it's Hmm. the music, it's the characters, it's the way that everything's done and seen and developed. I fucking love it. Yeah. I give it Tom Atkins I can't wait for season 3 Season 3 I get yourself
1: some Stranger Things Funko Pops
0: No <laughs> Season 3 is going to be they'll get more of the kids together and it'll be a big battle against the the night, mm. the it, the Mind Flayer whatever it is Mind Flayer Yeah and then the fourth series is going to be them closing down see, the Maybe down.
1: Um, episode season 3 could be like the Dream Warriors they all come together and use their abilities inside the un- upside down or something. See I thought
0: it was going to be more like the um the mind flyer is able to open portals around really? the town and he starts opening them in weird places like people's cupboards and starts taking their pets and pets go missing and then people go missing and then you've got like <laughs> demogorgons are like nesting in people's houses and there's like demo dogs like making yeah. nests and stuff. I really like to see like that like the town is properly infected yeah. And like everyone starts fucking like, and it's like town wide battle against. And then the last series is just the kids where they are now, their lives, and you just sort of you see the relationship. I
1: could see them like one day doing a like leap forward 30 years and doing it type thing. Oh, where they it's come like, back. yeah, with the adult versions of the characters. I think that could
0: be season four. I don't think that, I don't think yeah. season three needs to be, I think season three probably needs to be the end of the arc with the upside down. And then yeah. season four needs to be that sort of thing where they come back and they they think it's the upside down, but re- reality they just they lived in this horrible town where someone's been murdered for the first <laughs> time in like fifty years and they've like been brutally ripped apart. Yay. That'd be nice. Anyway, your review, Ant.
1: Oh shit. Um I I played a little indie game, it's gonna be a quick review. Um it's a game made by one dev. It's called I Am Overburdened. okay. And I've heard about this. It's a um it's a roguelike game. Yeah. A very, very traditional roguelike. Like, it's really Basic in terms of art style and all this sort of stuff. It's all you know, grid tiles and your characters don't have any real animations. They just sort of bash into each other to yeah. do the attacks. But, you know, it's made by one dev. Um, the main sort of hook of the game is that your character's got like 20 slots for wearing armor and um, relics and stuff like that. They give him abilities and tweak his stats, um, you know, to make you survive better as you go through the dungeons in it. Um and your aim is to get you work your way through the dungeons and beat the boss at the end. Kind of like bind and Vizak act type thing. You've got three floors to each stage of the dungeon. Yeah. Work your way through, pick up items, pick up food and stuff which bumps your strength and your luck and your speed and all this sort of thing. So you know, if your speed's up, you get the first hit in, or you might get two hits in on an enemy that's particularly weak. Um, all that sort of stuff. And it's it's really simple. It's one of, it's a good example of one of those games where it's like a single guy has made the game. Because you know you get people who the people who seem to think they know how game dev works and they think it's just a case of, oh, you just make a character and just chuck it in there and it's done. Like you get this whole thing, you get multiplayer put in this game in like a week and all this sort of bollocks, having no idea how you know, they don't actually have any idea how development works. If you're one dev, right, you can you can be a really good artist and a really good musician mm. and all this sort of stuff and make a really nice looking game, but if you can't code, your game's not gonna work. Like you have to know how to be a good coder to make a solid game. Yeah. So if you're a good coder and you're not a good artist and you're not a good musician, you know you're not like expert on all that sort of stuff, or Mm -hmm. you haven't got the time to put into that. Yeah. You can still make a good game. Like a game could be really simple. Like Tetris never needed to never needs to be in HD, does it? You could do Tetris in like the most basic form imaginable, and it would still work because at its core, it's a really well designed game. Yeah. All you need to be able to do is be able to draw seven across grid of, um, blocks. And you've got Tetris. But this guy, he's like, you know, based on this, he hasn't got like the most amazing sprite art with beautiful animations or anything like that. Mm. It's really, really simplistic. Like the most of the animation comes on the character is, um, him pulling, the main character Joey pulling his knife out when you go past the, sh- go through the shop. Um, and there's like sometimes a little like squish effect. When they go blunt like that, you know, you know when you when a spike gets squeezed a little bit yeah, just yeah, to give yeah. it a bit of a a thing. It's all very simple. But with his, his pixel art, it's only like sixteen by sixteen pixels, I think, when I look at it. Um, and he still manages to show make monsters look like the monsters they're supposed to be. So they look like zombies and skeletons and mummies and there's like a lamprey monster, which um it's always fun to make people look up a lamprey, just because they're horrific creatures and shouldn't exist. Um they basically look like Satan's fleshlight. Mm. Um, or at least the fleshlight he would use to torture people. Because I don't <laughs> think Satan would use it as a fleshlight. He's got Saddam for that. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a roguelike games are pretty... There's a million out there nowadays. Um, and they're pretty much the same sort of formula a lot of the time. Um, some of them decide to have persistence going on. So, every, like, Rogue Legacy. Yeah. This one doesn't. This is, like, every time you go in clean. Um, when you finish it, I think it unlocks, like, a nightmare mode. Which I haven't managed to do yet. Because whenever I get to the boss, I get killed. Um, I'm probably missing something. I should eat the potions that are around them because the potions, usually when I pick them up, they give me bad things. Um, I never seem to get anything good from them anyway.
0: A bit like Bunny like me. Yeah,
1: there's um, the only like, things I'd really like. majorly criticise it on. The music's a bit weird at times. It sounds very MS-DOS, which I'm fine with, but it does sound a little bit like sometimes someone's just jamming You know, like when you'd play Music 2000 on this PlayStation and you were just like bumping notes all over the place because you don't really know how to make music. Um, It's kind of got a bit of that to it. So it's maybe it's just freeform jazz, MS-DOS style. Like like that. Um, You know, and when flavour text comes up when you collect an item, it has a little bit of flavour text, but it doesn't tell you what that item does, which isn't unusual for roguelike games. No. In most roadlight games you kind of have to infer what those items do in this, you have to open a menu and see what it does. As far as stats and stuff go. Um and there's not a massive amount of items, so I would either like say, when that flavor text pops up, put the little symbols that show put a little put the text on there that says what it does. Or don't show what that does and make you have to look it up when you're outside the level. So you learn to recognise the items. So So then just have
0: like a what, yeah. what like have a monster manual outside the yeah, sure. actual?
1: Yeah, there is a monster manual outside it where you can look at what the items are you picked up. Yeah, but maybe have it so you don't instantly pick up items straight away because that's something that happens oh, if you, like you open have a treasure it so chest. You
0: can hover above it and it shows you. Yeah, what you've got. but when
1: you open a treasure chest, it automatically equips the item if you've got a space for it. Hmm. If you haven't, if you haven't got a space for it, because they all have to fit in specific spaces in your twenty point inventory, um, you can choose to swap them. Like, yeah, I think it would be better if, if when you open chest you're not forced to equip that item. So then you can look at it and go, is this one I actually want to have or not? Even if it's I pick just it
0: like up. floaty text.
1: Yeah. That so we got handy. See. But it is like it's only like three pounds ninety nine I think it is on Steam, which is dead cheap. That's very cheap. And I've played it a few times now. I'm playing for forget I want to get the nightmare difficulty unlocked. There's quite a few achievements on it and stuff. It's a fun little game. I think it worked really well on a mobile phone. Yeah. Because you only need to move in four directions. It would literally just need an overlay for going up, down, left, and right. You know, on a little D pad. And it would work. It could be
0: a Switch game.
1: Maybe. Everything can be a Switch game. You can put everything on the Switch, can't you? It's all anyone wants now. The Switch is the new Vita. Except it sells. And people play games on it. Um, you know, except when, when devs hear, can you port this to Vita? They don't have to explain, it's pointless. Because no one buys games on Vita. Um. But no, anyway, um I am overburdened is a solid little $3.99 game. Um, you know, I like those I like those ones that are made by a small team, like you know, missile missile cards was mm-hmm. there was only one guy yeah. who made that. You know, the only person who was involved in missile cards other than Nathan Manier was um the lady who did the artwork for the Steam banner. Like that's the only other person who got involved in that. Um but yeah, the dev seems like a really cool guy. Um he sent me the like PNG for the logo. Which I needed because I didn't want to sit there recreating the logo in Piskel because um, I've done that before.
0: Do they not give you an asset pack when you request stuff? They
1: usually do, but one thing a lot of indie devs forget to do is they forget to give you the logo in PNG format with no background behind it, yeah. which is super helpful for let's players because, and you know, you you want your game to be eye-catching, but if it, if the only artwork is like one's f- like design and it's got a background stuck on it, everyone's thumbnail is going to look like that. Yeah. They're just going to be lazy and do that because they're not going to try and cut it out. I, I would have sat there, if he didn't have the PNG ready, I would have sat there and cut and drawn it myself in Pisco, like faced so over it, it. Yeah. and then I'd have it and chuck it back in. Because I did that with missile, car- missile cards. I did the, P- the pixel art of it and gave it back to him, like yeah. the original spice. But That's handy. Yeah. But it's they
0: put you down on like, the credits of the game.
1: No. <laughs> I don't know if you even noticed. Um <laughs> But, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, if it's a pixel art thing, I can recreate it. I can't do it if it's not. I can't cut things out. I'm terrible at cutting things out. It just out.
0: takes a long time as well. Yeah,
1: to do it really well. It's like a nightmare. I don't know how people do it so well sometimes.
0: Well, but, a lot of people use graphics pads. Yeah, and then are just yeah. like, they use... They have to do stuff. Yeah, it's
1: true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm overburdened. For a cheap little three nine nine 99 game that's out there, it's, it's all right. Give it, a, give it a go. Yeah? Give it a try. You can check the video out. I've got a video online. You can, you know, watch it on Mellow Gaming if you want, whatever. Um, everyone's watching my Animal Crossing video from like three years ago now, apparently. I don't know what, I don't know what happened there. Video gets ignored for like two years and suddenly that video's pulling in tons of views. It's got 15,000 views now. Which is ridiculous.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) Anyway, you review a thing, you flaccid penis.
0: Okay, uh, my next review. My next review is going to be...
1: See, you haven't really thought it through, have you? I
0: forgot what it was. Oh,
1: God. I'm going to...
0: Oh, that was it, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. 2049. Yeah,
1: don't spoil this, man.
0: Did I review this last time?
1: I can't remember, did you? No, I don't think so. I don't know, did you? I'm sure
0: I didn't. Am
1: I going to have to check?
0: Yeah, well, let's have a quick look.
1: Oh, dear. I can't remember if we reviewed Blade Runner last time. Well you know, I'll just go I went to look at SoundCloud earlier to check something. And on the phone you can't like bring up the description. No, you didn't review Blade Runner. Cool. Okay. okay.
0: So, Blade Runner. Um everybody knows Blade Runner, surely at this point. Do you know Blade Runner? Um and-
1: Well, I've read the book and I own five copies of the film, so
0: yeah. In other words, you bought the collector's set that has all yeah, the. Different I already versions.
1: had the director's cut and the theatrical cut before. It. I oh, sold them later. I traded them in or something later. Because <laughs> I now had the DVD yeah. special edition.
0: Well, um, well, later on, what can be said? It's the story of a man named Deckard who hunts hunts uh, robots.
1: In the first one. He's yeah, he's a Blade one. Runner. Everyone knows what a Blade Runner is. Absolutely, well, yeah. I mean, it's one of the biggest jobs going these days. Yeah, exactly. In the year 2017. We're only two years off the first film happening. Are we? Yeah. First film happens in 2019,
0: doesn't it? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> so anyway, Blade Runner, it's the story of Deckard. He hunts, he hunts replicants, which are um, are fake humans or or like robot versions of people that are hired to do jobs um, that normal people can't, so require strength or or more resilience or whatever they get designed really to perform those functions um in the original decade um he was tasked with hunting down some replicants that had murdered some people um and there was an ongoing mystery over why these particular replicants had gone mad also what the um the company what's what was the name of the company which one the the main one the one that created all the replicants
1: oh fucking um I was about to say Abstergo. No. That's fucking Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I know what you mean. What you mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. It's been a, it's been a while, I can't it has, it's, it's been quite a few.
0: It's been a while. Um, he essentially created this organization. He he created a replicant that was possibly able to live longer, mm. uh, but also could pass the Turing test, which is the universal Not test. The Turing test. Turing test, no? No. What was the it? Void Kampf test. The Void Kampf test. Jesus. Um so so yeah that was that was the main story of the first the first Blade Runner.
1: No. No the first Blade Runner was a bunch of replicants have basically come back to earth to ask their creator to give them more life and he refuses they kill him and then basically nothing else really happens in the plot until Blade until Deckard fights them.
0: The problem is that's an oversimplification because They were going to die in 4. They were going to die. Yeah. But they don't have free will. They weren't programmed to do what they did. They were all programmed. No, they have free to have will. Function.
1: That's the problem with them. They gave them free will.
0: I thought they didn't have free will and they were programmed to go through this journey. Someone had programmed them to do this.
1: No, they, they have free will and they 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 basically used as slaves. Yeah, so know, they're, they're regular people. Used as slaves. They're basically they used as people. They used as regular people. They're, that's the whole thing. They didn't want to make them mindless drones. They gave them free will. But then they, like, because they gave him free will, they all want to desire something. They start yeah. to want to live longer.
0: But I thought the idea was also that, that someone had planted the seed in them all. Like, it was, like, something where Roy Batty had a seed planted in that made him this enigmatic...
1: No, they all like it.
0: Yeah, I know, but he was particularly... There was something yeah, yeah, to yeah. do with him. There was, like, a programming Just thing. Smart. There was a difference. Yeah. Um, that's what I was trying to get at. There was, like, something but Some of them have him. memories,
1: and they have real yeah. people's memories and yeah. stuff like that in there to make them... Like, you know, be have the you know, intelligence and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But they all basically essentially want to live. You're meant to be talking about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So Blade Runner
0: twenty forty nine <laughs> is a new it's sequel paced twenty five years in the future. So it's it's actually where it is it's with, thirty how, years after the first film. Yeah, so it's however long it's been since the actual first film was released, and also that distance in time forward in the universe of Blade Runner. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so um the previous corporation that created replicants is no longer no longer together. It's been taken over by um, annoying Jared Leto.
1: He's the worst thing ever. He is. And a he new abuses replicant. Teenagers.
0: Yeah. And a new <laughs> replicant played by played by Ryan Gosling. Um is tasked with hunting down is tasked with hunting down some Oh, this is going to be weird to explain. It's it about hunting down Harrison Ford essentially to help him solve a mystery that also involves his own birth, well, birth and memories. Oh. Um, it's it thinks it's smarter than it is, and this is uh, there are a couple of moments where I guessed where it was going, and I think you will oh, too man. when you're watching it. There's there's a character we're introduced to where um, where I was like, oh, there you go, that's the person they're looking for, that's the MacGuffin replicant. And the person I was with went, No, it's that's too simple. That'll never be the case. And then that was it.
1: Well, no, Blade Runner's not complex. It's just. No, Blade It never Runners, has been. It's just. Blade people. Runner's
0: not complex. I think that a lot of people interpret it in different ways. Yeah. Like, for example, the discussion. It's I'm sorry. For example. Spike. I know. For example, the discussion we just had over what. No,
1: people think it's always complex. Blade Runner's not complex. It's no. just a. It's just a. It's got philosophical tones to it, yeah. and that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. On top of that, every single shot in Blade Runner looks beautiful. Yeah. And like, also the
0: Vangelis soundtrack it, is incredible. Yeah. Um, masterpiece. So, so the new one is actually quite good um, surprise surprise didn't expect it to be that good of course it was there's Dennis, some creepy... Yeah. creepy. yeah there's lots of creepy Jared Leto shit in there that doesn't need to be in there mm. like but like usual going... with him yeah that yeah. was going to happen
1: has he been in a film where he's not been a creepy piece of shit yeah he's pretty terrible in everything
0: yeah except for uh, Fight Club
1: Oh, yeah, he gets his face punched in in Fight yeah. Club, doesn't he? <laughs> that yeah. was hilarious. Um, also, I watch that again. trying
0: to think. Mr. Nobody. Didn't watch that. It's really weird. It's not very good. I know in
1: Dallas Buyers Club, he's a really bad representation of trans folk. and Yeah. He's the, easily the worst joker ever put on film. Yeah, he definitely um, is. And he's a drug addict asshole in Requiem Real. for a Dream. Gets his arm cut off.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he loses his arm because he has black arm, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh so yeah, Blade Runner, despite Jared Leto, is actually quite good. <laughs> um I wouldn't recommend anyone go see it in the because it's probably not gonna be in the summer very long. But uh, if you do get a chance to see it, there's a great Batista cameo in the beginning. It's got his own science story in like a in like a weird web short thing.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of little there's four of them. Yeah. Different directors doing little
0: Fucking incredible thing. cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. There's a shot, the way it works, looks great. I mean I can't really praise it enough like the only thing that I would say is that um a lot of the a lot of times it's a case of someone will say god this place is a shit hole and then the next scene you see someone eating some quite good looking takeaway noodles and they just maybe have someone who looks a bit dodgy go past them. No. Yeah. It's like that Hollywood it's super dodgy. And also another thing is that replicants are designed to be um to be more like humans in this one. And one of the only ways you can sometimes tell if someone's a replicant is they have like a serial number on their eye. Yeah. That you can scan with this this thing he has. Well, I imagine
1: after the events of the first film, they had to put something in there. Yeah. Because you know that whole Voight-Kampff test is a bit of a cumbersome thing to do.
0: Yeah, and also <laughs> um, the eyes, the whole the eyes reflecting differently. Yeah, which
1: was kind of which was cool. It wasn't. It wasn't actually ever said in the first film.
0: No. <laughs> it was cool, but it wasn't really. And also, at one point, Harrison's Ford's eyes doing that because yeah. they don't. They do it in lighted. the first film as well. but yeah. No, no, only in the first film. I'm talking about the first yeah. film when I'm saying this with the eyes. Mm. That doesn't happen in this one. They just have the light and they can shine the serial number. Mm. Um There's, like, a load of people just know Ryan Gosling is a replicant. Yeah. You know, he just looks like a human, acts like a human. Yeah. And then, like, even his boss, like, she says, you know what, sometimes you look at me differently. Like, I feel like you might be human. Mm. And then he, like, goes basically, the story intertwines that there may be a human replicant hybrid that was actually born. So the yeah. woman from the first film, the replicant woman that ran off of Harrison Ford in the first film, she actually had a child. Yeah, yeah. Which is why he has to track down Harrison Ford. And he um he has hints that he may or may not be that child. Mm. But if he isn't, the memories that he's been given are linked to that child. Oh. That's how they would got there. How everything worked out.
1: Harrison Ford doesn't have a good run with kids in his films.
0: He's actually quite good in this.
1: Yeah, but he kind there's, of usually ends up getting stabbed through the chest yeah, with a lightsaber. Does, yeah,
0: normally. Um, there's a really great fight in this between Harrison oh, Ford God, and one of his
1: films, shy. Sheila Booth's his son. Yeah. There's a really
0: great fight in this in which he, like, he basically lives in this old derelict hotel in this irradiated zone where mm. people don't really go very often for the reason that's why he lives there, essentially. Um, and he has a fight scene in which this faulty bar, like sort of weird karaoke slash um, holographic projection thing mm. is faulty. So the lights are coming with this magnificent, like two pack style, you know, like the old two pack hologram. Yeah. You've got these dancing on tables, and then every so often the music cuts in and then cuts mm. out, and then the lights will be on and the lights will cut out. And then you hear the music almost, like, on half the speakers. Yeah. And it's really fucking good. Really disorientated. Like, a great scene for a fight. And the fight is slow and crap. And it's, for the most part, just Ryan Gosling saying, like, don't. Boom. Look, just stop it. Boom. Look, please. Look, this is doing... Enough. Boom. You're an old man. You're going to get hurt. Boom. Like, mm. and it's just, that's all it is. But they've marked, like, the way that they've mapped it is just great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I need to watch it, but...
0: It's very slow and very long, though.
1: Yeah. I'm okay with that. It's just mm. frigging... Woken cinema wasn't showing at any decent times. No. It was like freaking.
0: I saw it on off chance, now. didn't I? I just went away for yeah. the weekend, it was on so I went to go see it. Yeah. Should
1: have gone to see
0: it. I yeah. wanna
1: see it. I'll get Blu ray when it comes out when I or when it's really cheap in CEX. That's when I'll get it.
0: <laughs> well it's it's already been confirmed to come on, on Blu ray four K so I'll probably buy it at some point. <sighs> oh that was what I was gonna say. Oh shit, I I should have said this during the Stranger Stranger Things. I watched it all in four K and it looked fucking phenomenal this season.
1: You and your 4K, so much
0: less, so much less digital grain. Because last mm. time there was loads of digital grain, and it had like a really weird effect on everything.
1: Mm. Maybe they've upgraded it. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's 8K now. Mm. No, not on a stream.
0: All right. <laughs> oh yeah. So sorry. Um, Blade Runner 2049. I give it to Ryan Gosling. A lot of people don't really give him props. But he's in the they? film. Yeah. A lot of people don't give him props as an actor, but um, it's a pretty high accolade, I think, to be. Actually, I'm going to give it Emma Stone. A lot of people don't give Emma Stone props.
1: What's your she... obsession with that film? What? The one they're in. What film? Oh, the musical they're in.
0: No, I wasn't referring to that. Is that. What's that film they're in? Crazy Stupid Love. Is that the musical? No, you're thinking of La La Land. La La Land. I'm thinking That's of the the Crazy one. Stupid Love. Ah. Oh. The OG La La Land. Oh. Crazy Stupid Love is much better than La La Land. La La Land is dog shit. No. Oh. But um, I yeah, I give her an Emma Stone Like it's a really Like you give You give her something to do And she's going to do well But if you give her the wrong role Then she doesn't really suit it I wouldn't put that on her And she's had she's some She's played trittures. a
1: Chinese Hawaiian person once Yeah I don't
0: blame her for that
1: <laughs> I can't do Really? But when you're playing A real person she's going You know what I'm not that race Have you not
0: ever taken a job That you really hate But you've taken it Because you need some cash No You're lying
1: No no, okay, not everyone can be what's his face. You know, the good guy, one, the bad guy in Deadpool. What's his name? The actor?
0: I don't know what his actor name is. Yeah, him. But he, um. He, he turned down a role. Yeah, because. he turned down a
1: hellboy when he went, oh, I can say, my character's meant to be Japanese, not doing this.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm alright, guys, thanks. Yeah.
1: Good lad, good lad, whatever his name is. I've forgotten his name.
0: Lucas Twill.
1: Sure, why not? <laughs> you done?
0: Was Senke Densutsu?
1: Psychic Densetsu, yeah, That's secret manner.
0: All right, what's the collection then?
1: That's the um, first three games collected together on Switch. It's free Switch. secret. Of Mana it's games. more than free, but that's the free SNES ones. All right, but it's um, and the Game Boy It's one. all in Japanese. You're not gonna be like, able to play no, that. No, 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 Yeah, you're done. <sighs> yeah, you're d- I'm done. done. I'm done,
0: done, buddy. You're done. I'm done.
1: It's where you're going. You go. Fuck sticks. You go. Feed. Right. Okay, I'm gonna review. Feeder. I'm gonna review the masterpiece of cinema. Yeah. That is Turbo. A Power Rangers movie. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, because I watched Zio. We reviewed Zio last time. We. Oui. I reviewed Zio. And I am working my way through Power Rangers Turbo. Good for you. The series many people regard as one of the worst series of Power Rangers. And it's living up to that. Ten episodes in. Mm. Um but Turbo, Power Rangers movie. They they wanted to make a film. To introduce the concept for the new series, yeah. which is a nice idea. I mean, it's definitely a bigger budget adventure than what you get, but it kind of, you know, like how the Power Rangers 1995 movie doesn't look like the show at all, mm. um, but it still feels Power Rangers. It just doesn't have that same. Doesn't it's not the show. It's yeah. something else. Yeah, this one it. is the show, um, but everything in it is filmed for America. There's no Japanese footage anywhere in the whole thing. All right. um, even the Zord fights at the end is all American shot stuff not sure anywhere near as good as the American shot Zord fights in Power Rangers series 3 or Zio either, which is a bit worrying um, but the whole idea is um, the Zio Rangers they don't actually lose their Zio Rangers powers um, but there's a pirate witch called Divatox who's gonna she wants to get a monster who's on some island on earth that's hidden inside the Bermuda Triangle Yeah, and uh, she's gonna marry that monster and become ruler of something Who knows? Um, Good on her. Yeah, good on her. Good for her. Yeah. Um, And in order to to get doomed for this, she's after like a little magician guy. He doesn't talk in this, but he does talk when he turns up in the series. Um, Who can open the portal through the Bermuda Triangle? Some is that the weird
0: little spiky grey dude?
1: No, he's a little. He looks like um, he's got a big head. He's a little troll thing. It's just rubbish. Um, But yeah, she's after him. The Rangers like get sent to save him. Um bit of blood, cat hurts a leg. They got blood in the film. It's the no. first time in canon, in Power Rangers, there's blood. Um But yeah, for whatever reason, the Zeo powers aren't enough to fight them, apparently. Yeah. So they're like, We're gonna make turbo rangers now, but Rocky's injured, so there's no Blue Ranger. Luckily a little kid called Justin found out who the Power Rangers are. Just in time. He found out just by accident something Bulk and Skull tried for years to find out. Um, but yeah, he. so they just go, hey, you, you know what, why not? Let's make this 10-year-old a Power Ranger. Good show. Really is seriously a good question, you know, questioning what Zordon and Alpha's, like, moralities are. Because being a Power Ranger is probably pretty dangerous.
0: I should tell you now that they're both played by Kevin Spacey.
1: No, they're not. So Zordon just makes him into a Power Ranger and he gets big which is, is somewhat smart, that, because in the Japanese series it's based on Car Ranger. Um, it's a comedy series, and the Blue Ranger is the zany, wacky one who jumps around a lot and, you know, does lots of yip, yip, yippies and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, guys, we can do this. So,
1: yeah, if you make that one secretly, like in the American version, you say, oh, he's actually a 10-year-old kid. That's why he's super excitable. Mm. That's kind of clever. They yeah. thought about that. Doesn't stop the kid being really fucking irritating, though. Um so yeah there's a whole adventure they go to the island um Jason and Kimberly being kidnapped then they get thrown in this pit and turn evil um there's a bit of a fight
0: um uh, see so they're dealing with an evil pit,
1: yeah they fight evil Jason evil Kimberly um they get their turbo powers they fight some stuff there's a big sword battle it yeah. ends oh um and then the series like. The series, not. I'll get into it later, but when, you know, when I, when I finish the series. Yeah. But in the first, like, three episodes, they're going to change the status quo again. Like, Zordon and Alpha bugger off and leave them with two new characters to look after them. And Divatox is played by someone else. And, you know, Rocky hangs around for a little bit and goes. They finish high school, finally, after, like, seven years or something. I think they've been <laughs> in high school. I don't know. I mean, they were supposed to be, like, 16 in the first series, I thought. Like, surely they were done.
0: I thought they would be, but yeah. yeah,
1: apparently they're just there forever. Maybe they're just really stupid and being held back each year because oh, they're too busy God, fighting God, monsters. Yeah, it's
0: like that village in in uh, Holland that's actually just like it's just people with Alzheimer's. Nice. <laughs> Instead, it's just all people with all people that just don't grow up. Anyway,
1: this Turbo, it's I appreciate it for sticking to the feel of the series. Yeah, you know, the Rangers have outside their ranger lives, they have little things they're doing. Um, there's a really, like, fun car sequences and stuff like that. I like the car, the Zord, the the Turbo Megazord is like, it kind of, you know, when the, when the Zords in these shows feel like Transformers, that mm. they could be a Transformer set, it kind of, they work better. Yeah. When it's a simple five things that combine and you can still see what those five things are. Yeah. Because a lot of the Zords in some of the series are just shapes and stuff and they get silly. Especially by the time you get to one of the later series and the Megazord has a little Zord that sits in a chair in its chest and it punches to make the big Zord punch. Great. It's bizarre. Um, but this one, nice simple Megazord. I like the design. Um, they didn't use the morphine footage. They, they shot Because they used all American footage, when the Megazord comes together, they shot like new com- you know, combining effect for it and had these really nice high detailed model versions of the Megazord cars like super big, they had all these little extra bits of metal all over them and details to make them look like something that was a giant vehicle. And they had this whole sequence where it comes together and it looks really cool. Never use it in the series. They use the Japanese footage of the series, which looks cheap. Looks like toys being smashed together. Although the first time they come together in the series is funny because they're shit at it and they can't combine together very well, but that's them covering for the Japanese show's comedy elements. Yeah. Um. So there's little things like that they could have kept. They kept a couple of things from the film in the series. Um, some things they probably shouldn't have bothered with, um, like the morphing sequence. This mm. got some CGI going on. When the yeah. Rangers morph, there's a morph from them in their regular costume to them being in the Rangers costume, like an actual digital morph. Yeah. And then a CGI helmet comes onto their head. Um, and it's okay from a distance when you see it normally, but when the Red Ranger does it, the camera zooms in close. And you know like when on early Xbox 360 games, you can see where the edges of yeah. the texture painted in and you get those pixelated jagged edges Yeah, you can like totally see that all over the
0: Red Ranger's mask also I'm guessing like the ears just disappear instead of them actually like instead of it actually oh, going the hair suddenly
1: them. ties up and the mask just comes out the mask is too big when it's CGI just to yep. make sure nothing sticks out I'm used to crap CGI I know what yeah. I'm looking at um, but yeah this this like the turbo film is like slow a bit it goes on maybe a bit too long yeah. apparently it was originally like three hours long like there's the, there's apparently a whole bunch of stuff where the Zeozords get destroyed and they lose their powers and there was a fight on the beach sequence which was completely cut and a whole bunch of other stuff was in there that all just got cut out. Um, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it wasn't two hours. It was actually an hour and a half. It felt like two hours. Um, there's some cool stuff like Jason and you know and Kimberly. Those those two guys, they can freaking do fight sequences. They're performers. So Tommy yeah you know and adam adam is like you know terrible actor um as a live action actor he's a great voice actor but as a live action actor he's kind of awful Mm. but his fighting style when you get towards the end of Zio and into turbo his fighting style turns into a bit jackie chan-esque he's doing a lot of like you know lots of defensive blocking Mm. and comedy bits hidden in the middle of the action like you know he'll get hit on the hand and shake his hand because he's hurt his hand you know stuff like that what jackie chan would do Mm. um he steps it up a notch, but the Jason having Jason and Kimberly fighting—it's fun to see. They—they're they're, like Jason's legit in that stuff, and Tommy's, Tommy's there, you know. <laughs> he's doing stuff. Yeah, he's there. Good for him. Um, but yeah, it I prefer this. This is like a nice way of running into the next series, which the Power Rangers movie didn't do. Mm. The Power Rangers movie introduced the new powers and Zords, but not new costumes or anything. And then they More new ideas. And then they. It wasn't canon. They just went and redid the whole thing at the start of the next series. So, why? At least this one's canon. So you have to watch it before you watch Power Rangers Turbo.
0: Well, you don't have to. You can just not watch any of it. There is a so recap.
1: So- <laughs> There's a recap in the series. So, yeah, you don't have to watch it. But it does look nicer than the series. Yeah.
0: It looks like... A, it, like.
1: Why can't they shoot on those cameras for the whole show? Because it costs money. Yeah, true. They go back to video. Yeah. It has trivia... It has the last on-screen appearance of Ernie. Remember Ernie? The big corpulent juice bar owner. Yeah. Um. He leaves, and in the show there's like a line where it's like, ah, oh, he got called off by his... called off by his, no, He got killed,
0: he died. No, he?
1: no, he didn't die. He died years later. Yeah. Um. But the, yeah, he got called by his old recruit or whatever it is, his unit that used to be in the military, apparently used to be in the military, to go build bridges in Brazil, which is actually what he really did. He went off to work for a charity building bridges Aww. and stuff in Brazil and houses and things like that. Um, and he just left the show after they'd filmed Turbo. You know
0: in actuality, he went, I'm sick of these motherfucking Power Rangers coming to my motherfucking juice bar. And they just yeah. went...
1: Well, they never gave him the role he was meant to have. Ernie was originally meant to secretly be Zordon. Oh, really? Yeah, originally the whole idea was that Ernie was a human form of Zordon looking out for the Rangers. That's why he always gave them free drinks. That was his way of thanking, of paying them for being Power Rangers, I guess. Um, There's an episode in season Keeping two of Power Rangers. <laughs> It's an episode of *Season 2 of Power Rangers where Ernie's worrying about the juice bar going out of business because he's got no money. Mm. And like, maybe if he didn't give those kids free drinks all the time and the first thing he does when he gets the money is give them free drinks. I'm like, dude, you're a terrible businessman. You are
0: the worst business
1: owner. Yeah. Anyway, Turbo, Power Rangers movie. I wouldn't watch it.
0: (laughs) 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 It's like... I've just spoken about it, but I wouldn't recommend it. would. Time.
1: I would watch the sequence where the more Zords come together. Yeah. That was actually, I thought that was really cool. Really really nicely done. Very true to the Japanese one, but with new models and everything. Why didn't they use that again? It yeah. looks so much better than the Japanese show. Um, and... fucking and scold you German accents the whole way through it. Of course they do. It's weird. Oh, the woman who plays Divatox is different to the one in the series, and she's really hot.
0: Great.
1: Job. And they tone down her costume in the series to make it less sexy.
0: <laughs> she's not meant to be sexy
1: well she's a bit the woman who plays in the series is a lovely looking lady but there's less cleavage and less exposed skin on the TV series Fucking version clever. I know I they, know SJWs eh coming after our Power Rangers in I 1997
0: what, I don't even know what SJW means
1: anymore. Sarah Jessica Walker
0: so your review my last review is going to be for Ragnarok no
1: I'm going to review for Ragnarok well
0: that's fine because I haven't got anything else to review nor do I Oh. this was planned for, for Ragnarok is the latest film by Marvel I very much enjoyed it I did but because Anne is whining Anne you review first you yeah, review you, said no, you were you're gonna you're gonna review four first and I'll give Ragnarok. my opinion no because you have problems with the way I, I well I, it wastes a review doesn't it alright fine
1: <laughs> I'm going to review I don't know because you're, you're just going to say what you think about it while I'm reviewing it are
0: fine my other you've review you've got to switch I bought a Nintendo Switch i have got
1: of Isaac on Switch
0: I've, I've had it for two days I haven't played Binding of Isaac yet
1: That's what you bought it for
0: I know <laughs> I've been playing Zelda again And um, I forgot how good Zelda was So let's review Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Switch Yeah um, You remember my review for the Wii U? I really like this game Yeah um, It looks It looks a bit nicer on the Switch yeah, runs uh, a bit smoother. Runs a bit smoother. Yeah. Um. There's been a new update for the Switch. It's now on 4.0.1. I don't know if that's better or worse than 3.9.1, but it seems to run okay.
1: Well, it's adding stuff for the DLC, isn't it? It is adding stuff for the yeah. DLC. I and bought a few extra things. I think they added some costumes that you can unlock in the game as well. Oh, still... did they?
0: That's cool. Yeah. I think, I... I
1: think there's a bunch of stuff that's actually just included free.
0: I bought a uh, memory card. For my Nintendo Switch because it only comes with first two gig of memory.
1: Yeah, I haven't brought one yet. So I haven't needed it.
0: No, but um, I was I was the other day. Well, just the other day, I was looking and someone said to me, "Oh, there's there's sales on the Switch." Yeah. So you know you'll end up buying like a few bits here and there, and I thought, oh, well, I don't want to buy stuff and run out of space because that often happens to me on the Xbox because I only had originally I only had um, five hundred gig of memory and games would take up.
1: Yeah, the my PS really filled up fast you gave yeah. me that ter- that one terabyte hard drive and that's yeah. was it two terabyte it might have been two terabyte I gave you one terabyte yeah and that's I'm, I've, I looked at it the other day and I'm at 700 gig on it and I'm like oh shit oh gosh shit. yeah, yeah. Um, I'll I'm, just I'm, delete Hatterful Boyfriend or something that yeah, clear Hatterful loads of Boyfriend space is
0: like 20 gig oh god because <laughs> it's all dialogue and shit videos um, but um, I think it's about 20 megabyte actually yeah oh is it really is <laughs> that it um, I've uh, so yeah I've got a 200 gig card in here Mm-hmm. So I got 200 gig card card now. So when they've got some good sales, I can buy loads of games. They used to have okay sales on the 3DS and the Wii U, right?
1: Yeah, occasionally. It's very rare. Oh, like, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And they're not. They're not great with sales and markdowns and stuff like that. No. But um, there's a really good set of arcade games available on Switch. Oh, which, and the Neo Geo stuff. Yeah, and they're bringing out those Nintendo. Like, Mario Brothers is on there now. The original Mario Brothers arcade game. Yeah. Um, they're bringing out Mario, Super Mario Brothers Versus, which is a great arcade game.
0: Okay, so bring out the Nintendo arcade games. Cool. Yeah. That's, um, that's good. Yeah, Punch, super, Well, Punch-Out's I coming, think, the arcade yeah. one. Yeah. But that's besides the point. Um, the Switch is a nice little console. Yeah. Um, what I would say is that I heard off buying one for a long time because they're about £280 without any software or anything. Yeah. And because it's a new hardware... You would expect them to pack something in, which I thought would be like one-two switch or something. It should like have that. come with one-two switch. Yeah, um, I I got lucky, and on eBay, someone said that they had one that was new. Mm. Uh, they'd only used it a couple of times, and they just didn't have the time to play it anymore. Mm. Um, and they were going to include uh, Mario Kart and uh, and Zelda, nice. Breath of the World. Ooh. So I got both of those, and I think I paid two hundred eighty pounds. That's all right yeah so like 80 quid about 100 quid
1: less than I paid for my one with (laughs) Maricot
0: yeah so I think I got like 100 pounds I got like what they go for about 40 quid just the cart don't they uh, the cartridges
1: and stores are like 50 quid minimum for... Really? And pre-owned. You're lucky if you can get one for less than 40 quid pre-owned.
0: Yeah. So I got like it's £80 pounds worth of software with a Switch.
1: So that's Nintendo for Nintendo games always hold their value, and worse yet, they're on cartridges. Yeah. So they're going to be... It's like years from now, they're going to be dead cheap, but for a, a while, you're going to have a nightmare yeah. getting a cheap second-hand game.
0: Well, I got okay. I, I did okay. buying a Isaac, I got for £18. Pounds. Mm. And I just bought Street Fighter Alpha 2... Whatever it Ultra is. Ultra street yeah. Fighter. Um I got that for fifteen pounds from Germany. Nice. So I just can't wait for that to get delivered. Ooh. But um those Wasn't are you really had the post the day. Yeah,
1: post downstairs. Oh, that was a different
0: thing. Uh, I got Sniper Elite four for antenna. Oh dear. Got that on eBay. Oh yeah, I've oh, yeah, it yeah. yeah, Sniper Elite, it's great. I'm bad
1: at Sniper Elite. You know I like oh, I
0: like Sniper <laughs> Elite. The only thing that I found is that I've had Sniper Elite, the zombie one, for like three years. Yeah. On the Xbox One. I have not completed many levels in that game. <laughs> Every so often I go back to it and then I just like I'm like, someone designed this to be Call of Duty, but they didn't think what Call of Duty looks like from a player's perspective.
1: Have you now started thinking about what games you can now play on the toilet? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. It's is pretty fantastic. I've been playing Golf Story on the toilet a lot.
0: I see, that's the thing. I have <laughs> I I Street Fighter and Binding an Advisor are the multiplayer games I yeah. wanted.
1: You could play people online yeah. whilst taking a shit.
0: I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I've got a list of games that I'm going to get. Hmm. Um, Golf Story is one of them. Yeah, Golf Story is good fun. Stardew Valley. Yeah, because um, I think the only real way to play it is on Switch or PC.
1: It's on consoles as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: apparently on Xbox and PS4, it's like fucking impossible to play because loads of like weird drop-down menus and stuff that you'd use the mouse. Is it the same for on the like? Switch. No, the on Switch you use the Switch touch touchscreen, screen. Only. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, true. you really need sort of like mouse support to do stuff currently
1: on it yeah I was playing Disgaea 5 the demo of it the other day yeah. and it looks exactly the same as the PS4 version oh really I'm That's gonna great. like I'm doing a video about Disgaea and I'm gonna do a bit where I like put them side by side yeah and show you what the Switch 1 looks like okay but it is as far as I can tell it's identical yeah I'm Like, which is
0: great secretly the real reason I wanted a Switch was and I sent this to you when we saw the video like four months ago mm. Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's coming a Switch yeah. <laughs> and I've played a lot of those games <laughs> since you told me about it it's the it.
1: actual new proper Shin Megami Tensei oh, as well no, yeah. I thought it was going to be a it's spin-off like Shin thing
0: Shin Megami Tensei 5 well yeah. Apocalypse and Apocalypse 2 were spin-offs weren't they well Apocalypse yeah. and Apocalypse Double Driver yeah
1: they were like, like Final Fantasy 10 2 when didn't, they were sequels to other ones I didn't like those yeah. two
0: very much yeah. I didn't complete I think I completed the first one and didn't complete the second one hmm. I completed Shin Megami Tensei 4 And I completed Shin Megami Tensei The Longest Journey or whatever it was. Yeah. And I I didn't like Long Journey. I liked Four.
1: You played Persona Q as well, didn't you? I did. Yeah.
0: And I didn't, I wasn't a massive fan of Persona Q.
1: It's a very different game though.
0: Persona Q is, it's good if you like, um, it's, you remember we did Wizards and Warriors Free a long time ago, we played that game. It was the old NES block based first person RPG. Yeah. Um, it it feels a lot like those, but like the natural evolution of that format. It's,
1: um, Persona is based on another so Japanese on RPG. I can't what they are. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like in- how Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is du- um, Dragon Quest freaking monsters or whatever yeah. it was.
0: It's basically, it's Persona 4 and 5 in between. Hmm. I can see Persona 5 being on there soon.
1: That would be awesome. I don't know how it fit in one Switch cartridge though. Yeah. There's a lot of voiceover in that game um, and a lot of anim- animation and that game's huge.
0: Well, the thing about Persona 5 is that uh, well, sorry. The thing about the Switch cartridges are they can hold as much as a Blu-ray, for ret- theoretically, because yeah, they're just a, a bit, yeah. flash card, aren't they?
1: Yeah, a lot of games. It seems a lot of third-party games relying on downloads to fill them out. Like apparently, W two K eighteen needs a twenty-four gig download, really, which is more than you really you'll be able to put on the Switch's internal memory to begin with. Yeah, well, that's yeah, the same. You have to use a um, memory card for
0: look, it. At, um, 2K did look at NBA two K. Switch. Yeah, uh, not Switch. Uh, Legends of Zelda. Yeah. That doesn't fit on the main, doesn't it? No, Dragon Quest one and two don't fit on there, don't they? No. Um, you've got stuff like the new LA Noir. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's found There, LA <laughs> no. Noir looks really good on the Switch. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to play it on the actual console. I've had a look at some videos online of it running on. Oh, it actually That's actually out now. Not yet. No, I don't think so. But they've done like the demos and stuff to show people. Yeah. Just like I watched someone play through the Doom they're releasing for it. Yeah. It still runs. At, it runs at sixty frames per second. Does it? Yeah. Mm. It's like proper Doom on the on the Switch. Yeah, so it looks I'm, like
1: um, the PC version on low settings, but yeah. it's like, I mean, it's on the switch, and you can play yeah. on the toilet. Exactly. So, so yeah.
0: I'm going to wait for Wolfenstein Two. I'm going to buy yeah. on the Switch. Nice. I've already decided.
1: I want to get that on PC when I can.
0: I was thinking about getting yeah. on the um, on the Xbox, but this month it was it was all about whether or not I was going to get because if I sold my Xbox One S, I could get an Xbox One X for three hundred pound. Yeah. And as tempting as that is, I just.
1: I've 300 got... quid for the same console. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And it's all it is is more 4K. And I don't really care about 4K games. I've yeah. decided this fairly recently that 1080p is, like, fine. If it's performance-wise,
1: then it's fine. But apparently what I'm hearing from the Xbox One X is performance-wise, that 4K, in 4K, it runs amazingly. Really? Have you seen the um, what happens with Battlef- Battlefield 1? No. Um, Battlefield 1, like, what, one thing the Xbox One X does is it... You know, like, any games where they have dynamic scaling and resolutions, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Xbox One X will chuck it to the best it can. Yeah. Turns out Battlefield 1 has, like, dynamic scaling for, like, the texture mapping and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, whoever... When they were making it, they must literally have just ported the PC version. Yeah. Because um, Digital Foundry did a video and they're showing they're playing Battlefield 1. It's running at 4K at 60 frames per second. Yeah. And the textures have been bumped up in quality. Yeah. And it looks superb.
0: But I think... And this is... This is... My opinion, based on how the PlayStation Four Pro went, yeah,
1: it's not great. The, okay the,
0: the PS Four Pro, it was touted and like for about four months, it was three hundred fifty quid. You couldn't find it anywhere cheaper. Yeah, and then Amazon Warehouse got it. And Amazon Warehouse, I don't know if anyone else does this, but I shop Amazon Warehouse for new electronics. That's uh, so how I got my record player. Exactly for hundred quid. Yeah, because <laughs> they constantly have sales. Where you get twenty percent off if you're a Prime member, mm. and so it'll be in there, and they'll knock. 10% off anyway Because it'll be A, a customer return uh, 20% And i end up Getting it for 300 quid Anyway And they'll just Sell my Xbox And get it That's for 150
1: that You get like Your 4K consoles With your PS4 And your Xbox One And you're there yeah. going I'm going to get Wolfenstein on the Switch Yeah I'm going to play in 720p on the toilet This is
0: the ridiculous Thing though Like every game <laughs> I play, play on the train Prey Prey was a game That I loved Yeah Prey doesn't have Any 4K HDR Extensions yeah. It looks great already I spent hours Playing fucking Far Cry Primal I'm not really in it for multiplayer games which is the majority of things that are getting improvements. Forza 7 is apparently dog shit because they've ruined it completely.
1: Yeah, they've made a mods a loot crate thing.
0: Yeah, Fuck that. Like, yeah. I'm not in for that. Like, Apparently for- it's
1: like a lot of people made out it was like all mods. It's, you can still do stuff like turn off all driving assist and stuff but they've done stuff like you know, making switching on weather on a track, a mod thing and all oh. this sort of stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, I'm just not I'm not fucking I'm not into I've it. I've
1: not played a Forza game since Forza 4. I've Stopped. I used to. I used to play those games a lot. I Did I nice trade one. in my copy of Forza Four? I traded in my copy of Forza Four, didn't I? No. I used to,
0: oh, you got Forza Two. That's free.
1: The special edition. And no, then, then it goes you've to got guitar here. Next to it, and
0: then it's got guitar. Oh yeah, maybe. You yeah,
1: hit. I traded in my copy of Forza Four. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Still got Viva Pinata, but the Switch though? is like you know, cheap ass. It's a little console that's like nowhere near as powerful as the others. And fuck it, who cares?
0: Well, it's already outsold the Wii. The Wii U, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: apparently it's like... It's on the, well, I think it's going to beat it soon or something. Yeah.
0: If I decide, like, a few months down the line that I don't like that, it's retained its value. I can still yeah. sell it for £240, and the games are worth 40 quid each, so I can make a profit on this if I yeah. get bored. Well,
1: I've had a lot of fun with it. Like, I took my Switch around my brothers and played free-player Mario Kart on the tiny little screen, Yeah, which was cramped. But, you know, out of the box, I got a classic pad with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... Out of the box, you can play three players if you have got a classic pad. You can play two players out of the box. This is the first console in years that's come with two controllers. Yeah, and those two little mini con Joy Cons, even though like you know you can plug them into the cradle and play them as one thing, you can they're perfectly serviceable. Most games on the as a Joy Con on its individual side. Well, yeah, tiny, cramped, but they work. Yeah, played Mario Kart like it. So,
0: well, yeah. Sorry, as I was saying, my wish list is Bomberman. Oh, yeah, that's been Stardew upgraded. Valley,
1: yeah. Yeah, they updated Bomberman on Switch to make it run at 60 frames per second. Mm. They just did a patch, it like, yeah, 60 frames per second now. <laughs> I want to get the, that.
0: The chip that's in there is the same chip that I've got in that tablet that I bought.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, God, I could sell that as well now,
1: actually.
0: Yeah. I've got loads of stuff I've get rid
1: of. The only thing I'd like to see on Switch now is get some apps on there, but like some, um, someone said on Twitter the other day to me, it's like, it's kind of cool they didn't because for the first year they've kept the message in on it's about games mm. before they've chucked Netflix and stuff on there.
0: That's the thing, like, I I don't want to watch Netflix on a 720p. Yeah, people who
1: will. There are people who would love to sit and watch Netflix on their yeah, Switch. But,
0: like, your phone has a better screen yeah. and has a better battery life for that. Like, why would you buy a Switch if you wanted to do something... you can you
1: do? bigger screen on the Switch. Switch.
0: Yeah, but, like, an inch. Yeah,
1: that's quite a bit bigger than your. An inch can make all the difference, Matt. <laughs>
0: but, like... It the just...
1: difference between zero inches and one inch can make a lot of difference. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. Like I'm gonna I'm it's one of those things where like if I change my mind I'll just sell it. Yeah. It's not like a massive issue if I change my I'm mind. I'm freaking
1: loving my Switch. It's probably I mean, other than the amount I played PS4 for this guy, yeah. Switch has become like I've latched onto that a lot quicker than I latched onto my Wii U. Yeah. Which um I have how many games for my Wii U? I've sold most of my games yeah. for my
0: Wii U. <laughs> I collected them for a long time. I had like yeah. all the big games. Yeah, like I've, got,
1: I've got I've got I've got Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I've got what have I got on my? <laughs> oh yeah, you got, got Bayonetta two. <laughs> yeah, you have got. I can't even remember. what I've got Twilight bought- did Princess. Did you buy Bayonetta two? Yeah, I got Bayonetta two. Yeah.
0: Did you buy it on the console or do yeah. you buy the disc? I bought, I bought the console.
1: I bought the disc. Oh yeah. Bayonetta two on its I didn't get the special edition. Yeah, I got Bayonetta
0: one and two. Yeah,
1: I got Twilight Princess because you gave me that. Yeah.
0: Um, Which is probably you know I'd say it's a pretty a game. Yeah. It'd be worth owning owning a Wii U just to play the Zelda games.
1: Yeah. Actually, you can get all the Zelda games except for Skyward Sword hmm. on the Wii U. Well, you can
0: get that and just play it backwards compatible, can't you?
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. chuck it in. <laughs> yeah.
0: The Wii U was a good console. It was just a shame that it came with a fucking dog shit slab of a bloody tombstone.
1: Yeah, the Switch is like a, you know, neatified version yeah. of it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think that that's what you saw in that video, you know, when you said that you thought you saw a slimmed down version of the Wii U. Oh, the gamepad, yeah. white Wii. No, yeah. white Switch. sorry. It was black, though. No, it was it was white it was black the was black.
1: the slimmer controller they had maybe yeah it was just a switch maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: um but all in all like I'm enjoying it i i can't i can't give an official verdict yet because obviously i've only played one game and that's breath of the wild and I've already played that on the Wii U it looks nicer but until I've had like extensive time it, I won't really give it a review but it's a nice like little intro into how I'm feeling so far right
1: so 20 minutes in and you're like I'm not giving it a review
0: <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> um but no like it's it's the beginning of something isn't it that's yeah. the problem with... That's a, a very new, good first year. It's a new piece of hardware. Well, it's not even been a year. It's
1: yeah. been, what, four months? Yeah. No, it's been more than that. It came five, out in, like, six, February, March. June. March. No, it was March. No, it wasn't. I got mine back in March. Did you? Yeah. It was about it was March it? that came out. So it came out with Breath of the Wild, didn't it? Breath of the Wild came out in January. So, yeah, it came out in January.
0: Third of March. Yeah,
1: March, whatever. Whenever Breath of the Wild came out.
0: It's weird that Wii U came out five years before yeah yeah it doesn't feel
1: like that long ago it feels like that came and went very quickly
0: yeah it does <laughs> oh god the Playstation Vita came out six years ago yeah um, but yeah so like killer app wise I'm really looking forward to playing um, Street Fighter I plan to get Mario Odyssey Christian's
1: got that I'll get him to bring it round yeah
0: yeah um,
1: You get to give it a go no uh, Street Fighter I mean not Mario Odyssey
0: yeah Mario Odyssey I'm not I need to I'm get not, it I can't afford I'm, it I'm not like super excited about Mario Odyssey yeah because I know that it'll be on eBay for I've quid
1: um it's forty one ninety nine on Amazon right now. Yeah,
0: I know. yeah, It'll be on eBay for like 55
1: quid I, I wanna get it, but um money. Mm. Ain't got it.
0: Yeah. Yeah I've got some. Support to stop me on money. Patreon. Gotta stop spending money on video games. Yeah. Cause I just pile them up. Don't use them. Yeah, exactly. But um I'm getting better at getting rid of shit. I've got to do a proper cleanse soon. <laughs> um just just put some up on the podcast as prizes for people saying shit to me on Twitter. So I can feel validated by morons. Um, not our listeners, though. I love our listeners. Don't start thinking that this diatribe about the Switch has been anything other than lovely goodness for your All right, anyway, your review, Uh, What
1: am I going to review?
0: For Ragnarok.
1: Am I? Yeah. Oh, for Ragnarok came out. What do you think about For Ragnarok? I really liked it. Oh, okay, awesome. Um, I like Korg. Yeah. <laughs> Korg's the best character has been in a Marvel show. So For Ragnarok... Thor's hammer gets destroyed and his sister turns up. Hela is now his sister in the films. Fine, whatever. I'm okay with that. It's Kate Blanchett. I'm not going to have a problem with whatever reason they have to bring Kate Blanchett into something.
0: You know what's also integral about Kate Blanchett being in this film? Black. She looks hot as hell. She's not bald. What's wrong with what? Like all the Marvel villains are bald. Oh, yeah, yeah true. Yeah.
1: She's got nice hair.
0: She's she's very attractive. She's Cate Blanchett.
1: Yeah. She's doing an awesome Morticia Adams. If they ever make a new... Um, Adam's family film. She could be Morticia Adams. She'd nail it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, she turns up. Hela is supposed to be bringing around Ragnarok, the death of Asgard. Yeah. Um, And she's going to turn up and just trash all sorts of shit. She beats the shit out of Loki and Thor in Norway, sends them off through the Rainbow Bridge and knocks them flying out, and they land on Sakaar. Sak- Sakar? Sakar? Sakar Sakar. Yeah, which is run by Jeff Goldblum who's apparently the Grandmaster, but it's not. It's Jeff Goldblum. It's just Jeff Goldblum.
0: Yeah, it's just Jeff Goldblum. It's
1: Jeff thing. Goldblum directed by Tim Heidecker. That's yeah. exactly what he is.
0: Um, With your new... What was the name of the lamps? The lights they did? The light bulb advert they did?
1: Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, I
0: That's a real advert. I know, real... I know. And so he turns it off and he's just this creepy old man. And He goes, he yeah. turns it back on and he's just like, yeah. so we've had these lights...
1: He's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. I, did, I love Jeff Goblin. Yeah, everyone does. He's amazing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the whole thing is basically Thor's trying to get back to Asgard to stop Hela from Hela from destroying everything. He figures out that Loki's been masquerading as Odin for a while, and there's, you know, I feel like they've they've hopefully have brought about the conclusion of the whole Thor and Loki, will they, won't they thing. Um say so will they, won't they? But, um, you know, Britain, all, do you trust me, do you not? What's the relationship going on there? There's a little bit of stuff. You get little hints that Loki's, like, you know, maybe not fully down with for again, mm. but then he redeems himself and stuff, and hopefully it's an actual redemption this time. Ha-ha! <laughs> I would love it if, in when he gets to the Avengers film, he's not villain. Like, if, like, you know, maybe he's tempted to become villainous and side with Thanos, but instead he fights against him.
0: Well, he's like a weird anti-hero in the yeah. comics. He's well, not, like, good or bad. Yeah,
1: well, he has, um... What was it the friggin' agent of... Um, Loki's agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, wasn't there? Wasn't there a thing where he becomes an agent? A secret agent or something? There was, wasn't there? He's, like, going around in a black suit and using his powers to, like, fight him. Oh, yeah, them. no, but yeah. that was, like... That was just, like, a, a Loki thing. Like, yeah. That
0: was, like, a ploy thing. It wasn't, like, um, a proper...
1: But I reckon in the Avengers film, the next one, he'll have the Tesseract... Thanos will be after it and Loki will basically you know not work for Thanos and fight against him probably get killed and that'll be his like his, his art redemption arc yeah um but yeah this film four ends up on Sakaar um there's an amazing friggin Willy Wonka's chocolate factory sequence where he's on the car going through the thing and world imagination's playing oh yeah come with me and you'll see that bit um and he just sort of wakes up and he's screaming in the room mm. with one around him um and he has to, you know, he gets, he has to fight the champion. If he can defeat the champion, then the Grandmaster will, you know, was he going to say he lets him, let him go if he can defeat the champion? No, or, no, no. Even, he,
0: then he becomes a champion. He carries favor with the Grandmaster. And then he yeah. can obviously make demands and request things. And, yeah. Which he doesn't need to do. But he fights the champion who is, it's for his
1: friend from work.
0: No, it's not for his friend from work. It's Hulk. Hulk.
1: Same person. Yeah. It's the strongest Avenger, let's face it. Either way. <laughs> yeah. It's the strongest Avenger. Um but the whole film's like a flat full on flat out comedy the whole way through. There's no it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy where it all it was it's comedic. It is a comedy. Yeah. Like for Ragnarok it is a comedy. Korg is a rock monster character who has a softly spoken Kiwi accent played a by Taika Yeah, played by T- with yeah. Um I saw some nerds online getting upset that Tessa Thompson said that Valkyrie's bisexual. And they were like, oh god, they're shoehorning bisexuality into this film tokenism and like wait until they find out about Korg. Yeah.
0: Because
1: Korg is super gay.
0: Yeah.
1: Korg gets really upset when his boyfriend died in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, he's then he's like he's introduced as a villain at first and he becomes like an a hero character after a while. Well,
0: he's he's warbound with Hulk. He's part of the Planet yeah. Hulk storyline yeah. in the comics. So yeah. he's nothing to do with Sakar. Sakar um is where the Hulk basically takes over the, the personality fully yeah. and um and eventually falls in love and has a child um which is the name of the child Sakar, yeah which is um well he becomes part of the dark event it's all it's all very complicated but it's like that's the commentary isn't it <laughs> but yeah
1: but they um they did a i think it's a fantastically fun film it's a bit sort of like maybe the first half hour or so is a bit sort of slower than you'd expect it to be but then it gives the film a good ramping up feeling i guess yeah um the stuff on Earth was quite fun. I feel like they just did that just to have Doctor Strange turn up for a bit.
0: Essentially, yeah. yeah. Like I didn't I felt that was quite jarring. Yeah, but it was it was a nice way of like
1: giving you some really normal stuff for a little while. Yeah. Before it goes crazy and psychedelic and they start running towards the devil's anus and all this I, I, sort of, devil's anus is a wormhole.
0: <laughs> I, I would agree with you on the Doctor Strange stuff, but it did have like a slightly um I don't want to say sinister, it was just it was very marketing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was it's, like a the shoe marketing in. piece, yeah. Yeah. But um, I did like stuff like this, but it's a fun, like, comedy things going on. You get the two random students turn up and they want a selfie with four. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that was like, nice.
1: Yeah, sorry about yeah. Jane dumping you. I didn't dump, she didn't dump me. I dumped her. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: didn't dump me. Um, I left her.
1: Yeah, but it's like they took that one moment from Four 2 where he hangs his hammer up on the pe- 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 coat hook. yeah which was a funny, silly, goofy moment, and they just went, you know what, the whole film could be like this. Yep. Um, there's, like, like I said, Korg's amazing. His piss-off ghost line is fucking hilarious. <laughs> when Loki's talking to him in his, like, spectral form. Yeah. He's like, piss-off ghost, and throws me.
0: I still, I can't get over the egg conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is that? What, 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 What's that dripping out of you? Is that, it looks like eggs. Is that eggs?
1: was <laughs> the, um, the friggin' line where he's like, Oh no, Meek's not dead. I just accidentally stepped on him during combat. But oh no, look, he's alive. Get what I oh, said. Yeah, a... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it's like a circle, but it's like a really weird loopy circle. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a freaking amazing in this. Well,
0: of course he is. He's yeah. the director. Yeah.
1: But he's, he's great. He's such a weird character for a Marvel film to have.
0: Well, I was expecting the Warbound to be in it more, but it's mm. just those two. Maybe yeah, just, just Meek in and those Cork. two. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if they've got the rights to the Brood, so I don't know if they can use the Brood mm. in this.
1: But um, yeah, I've. I've Film's fun. Looks gorgeous. There's some amazing shots. There's a lot of slow motion stuff, but it's used in you know when Zack Snyder does slow motion well, it's used in that way. Yeah, when it's used to make a moment look really one time cool, like the Valkyries coming down from the sky when you see the flashback sequence. Yeah, using immigrant song, a mixed soundtrack's a mystery of orchestral. It's got still the theme from Four Two, but it mixes into friggin you know electronica stuff. Serta turn up, voiced by Clancy Brown. Yep. I sat there in the Cinema, going, I know that I know that voice. It's fucking Clancy Brown, isn't um, it? Um falls like in the chains and just spinning around slowly. Yes. Going, "No, I'm swear I'm not doing this." It's like just give me a second, Serta waits. Um have <laughs> spoilers for the end when Hulk wants to fight Serta. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "We got to go, Hulk." And he's like, "Big monster." It's like, "Go." <laughs> um yeah. The little reference to the Incredible Hulk film, where he's like, you know, where he's saying, "Look, I'm just gonna, you're gonna see some serious shit now." Watch <laughs> out! He just dives out the plane, and then you see his body go smack and into the rain like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is like a full blown fun comedy film. Um, there's some stuff that in the trailers where they cleverly hid things from you mm. with some special effects, which is quite. I like them doing that. I don't want to spoil stuff in the trailers, so they were smart about cutting certain things. Yeah, or using special effects to hide certain things um, which is good because then when you get to see the film you're surprised by something
0: yeah you don't have to sit through yeah. something that you're assuming is going to happen yeah. you get to actually experience it's like
1: I would rather have a trailer be crafty about hiding something than show you scenes that aren't actually in the film yeah which Rogue One did and uh, didn't Wonder Woman miss a scene or was it Batman v, Batman v Superman was missing something wasn't missing it missing tons of shit yeah like a film yeah, um, Wonder Woman is still good though. I like Wonder
0: Woman. Uh, we had this agree- we had uh, this, this conversation before. Yeah, it was like Wonder Woman was Wonder Woman for me was very cliched, but for everyone else they were like, DC finally made a movie. It's a good film. I mean, it's an it's, okay what? film. It is just very. It's very cliched. Of course it is. It's not like it's a comic book movie. Yeah, no, but like, <laughs> okay, you're saying you're saying all these wonderful things about a comic book yeah. movie now, and you're saying, oh, of course that other comic book movie is kind of dog shit.
1: No, I like Wonder Woman.
0: I know you do, but, like, I'm just saying it is kind of dog shit.
1: But, um, bringing Justice League's out in, like, what, a week it's and a half? so fucking bad. I'm, I'm not... I've I'm not got high hopes for that.
0: No. <laughs> it looks awful. It's only looked worse each time they've released a trailer. That last
1: trailer was terrible. They did that one that was, like... I think there's one trailer that had an orchestral soundtrack, and it felt more like a fun film, but it still wasn't a good trailer. No. But the last trailer they chucked out was bad. Yeah. Like, really bad. Um...
0: It's like it's like hey everyone look there's going to be comedy relief in this in a form that we're shoving down your throats and you don't get to meet characters and them have personalities. It's just those other characters you remember and hate, but now angry at each other.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a mess. It's only two hours long. I know. Well How? That's good.
0: Apparently, Green Lantern's <laughs> in it though.
1: Yeah, they're saying yeah. I saw a clip of Steppenwolf and it looked awful. I know. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't imagine this film actually being is actually finished. <laughs>
0: Well, no, and the weirdest thing is that for the first time in a long time, Josh Whedon's name isn't denying quality in this. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, we hired Josh Whedon. Oh, you're you're that fucking bad. You just begged Marvel to take their key (laughs) asset.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but for Ragnarok, which is what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah, um, I would I would happily watch it multiple times again, and I look forward to further stuff and. You know, more Korg. Korg better be in the fucking Avengers film.
0: Yeah, hey, you know what's going to be nice. What? Can we go into spoilers very quickly?
1: No. What spoil? Why? What are you spoiling?
0: Well, I was going to talk about the character and where he goes from here, and like what this means.
1: What for? Yeah. We don't need to talk about much of him.
0: No. But you know, what? like I was going to go into.
1: We don't want to mention what happens at the end of the film, though. The whole, the finale.
0: Well, I didn't. I wanted to go into what it means in terms of who the character is and where he goes from here. it. They
1: kind of turned him into like um Odin. Yeah. But it's gone, like they sort of gone what was the friggin it wasn't what did the ultimate Thor go that direction, didn't it? No, no. Where was the no. Odin force came from in the comics?
0: Odin's son. Odin was, Force. That was, that was like the ultimate form of four of was yeah. Odin's son.
1: Because the whole thing is like he doesn't need the hammer to control his no. powers, which is like
0: the hammer actually hindered him. Yeah, actually controlled everything. It, but it was acts like, him like a divining it. rod. Yeah, um, the Odin's son is like. I hope he gets a new hammer though.
1: I don't, because he had a really personal, intimate relationship with that hammer, and that losing it was the kin. <laughs> so, what you used, to,
0: you used to ride your hammer? Oh, yeah. your <laughs> hammer know, you rode you. Yeah.
1: No, I'm when, when I swung it around, it pulled me off. Oh my god, your hammer pulled you pulled off. off.
0: Yeah. Um, um, no, he he's become the Odin son. So the Odin son is like the ultimate. Well, he is for Odin son. That's his name. Odin yeah, force yeah. was the name of the power. Yeah, but it's yeah. like he he takes on the takes on the moniker of Odin son rather yeah. than being for king god of thunder. Um, but this is just like his his um, his highest power form. Basically, he he no longer just channels lightning. He can create it. Yeah, he can force the particles in the air to collide and, and, and produce lightning immediately. Yeah. So it's just like he's in this this very strong face. Like he's one of those characters they call him like a you know like they've got um mutants that are like X yeah, yeah. level mutants or a mega level mutants. He is an omega level meta human. Yeah. and at that form he can manipulate all kinds of shit like uh, I think Storm can't even control Thunder when he's around like he literally she her powers are deactivated when it comes to that particular part she can still make her. some snow she can still make snow yeah, yeah. she
1: never makes a nice sunny day does she she
0: does she should. She does she should. lives in a kingdom with Black Panther where she like constantly keeps it sunny but she keeps it raining in certain parts so they have like yeah. a constant flow she can't be in the Black Panther
1: film isn't it yeah but then Good again on. it would have been she was like a teenager now so yeah.
0: I'm really, I am creepy. looking forward to the next four movie. Like, I yeah. was looking forward to this one. I didn't even mind the Dark World. Yeah, Dark World's
1: like, it's, it's not the, I don't know if it's the worst Marvel film, but it's not the
0: not anywhere near the best ones. Hey, guess what? When you get rid of Earth and all the boring people on Earth, four just becomes a fun movie. Yeah. Who I think it's because
1: Guardians of the Galaxy encouraged them to go more cosmic with stuff and...
0: Well, yeah, but the best parts of the other films were they fucking off-planet doing yeah. all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Look how good that there was that scene in which, um, like, in in, a lot of people don't rate for the Dark World, but you have to remember that for the Dark World was the film that gave us more about Loki and didn't destroy him. Yeah, it gave us a more person, like, gave us personality. So, but where they're
1: um, flying the ship around and attacking, um, on Asgard, and they're flying around on the little craft and all that. Um, It's
0: not even that. It's like the scene where you find out that Thor's mother dies. Yeah. And, like, Loki's like just standing in the middle of his room and everything's all neat and, and, and completely, you know... Well, and then it, his his illusion drops for a second and you see that yeah. he's actually been trashing stuff like a little child. Yeah. Because he can't control his emotions. He can't express them properly. Yeah. Like, they, they write in this stuff because these people are fucking smart.
1: Yeah. Really good. Dark will's just, like... I don't, I think it, what it falls down on is the flaw that a lot of the Marvel films has where the, no one gives a shit about the villain <laughs>
0: But she was actually pretty good in this. No, in, in, not in dark, in dark World. Oh, yeah, in Dark Radically. World, yeah. Because yeah. Christopher Eccleston, like, he should have had... You don't hide like Christopher cover covering in makeup. No. All that. Like, it's a waste. Mm. And know? also, like, what were they planning to do with it? What was the end game for just Dark Elves? Um, he wanted
1: to combine the nine realms, didn't he? Or mm. something.
0: But, like, it was... He made a, f- a big thing shoot up into the sky. <laughs> How do you make something that's an ancient invading force that hasn't been producing weapons, hasn't been advancing, a credible threat to an advanced alien race? Hmm. You make them use the same old weapons and somehow win? And then when people ask you, you go... Yeah. There's a thing that's
1: for Ragnarok
0: didn't worry about.
1: Yeah. It wasn't about a bloody Infinity Stone.
0: no. Yeah. Doesn't need to be. Neither was Guardians of the Galaxy, was
1: it? No. No. Didn't even definitely even mentioned Oh Guardians of the Galaxy is a beautiful movie. Yeah. Guardians um,
0: of the Galaxy looks better than this does. Guardians
1: Galaxy Two is a like so. Doesn't mean Guardians of the Galaxy Two, like, so, no, so I mean, yeah. Because yeah. that was like um really good character film and mm. like um yeah, no, it's not really a full blown action movie and there's a lot of really slow moments in it, but I thought it was
0: great. Loads of people have like um said that like they didn't. They didn't enjoy the Yondu storyline. So like it felt like it just came out of nowhere.
1: No, it not It's definitely there in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a hell of a lot of him being a bit of a father figure. Yeah. Away in the first one. He just
0: one. never. He never kills Peter. He never like directly drags him down or anything yeah. like that. He's always just like. way. Eh?
1: Yeah. Ragnaught's great, and I'm the Black Panthers before the Avengers, isn't it?
0: No. Yeah. Avengers and Black Panther. No, Black Panthers first. Black Panthers next year, like late next year. Yeah. Avengers.
1: No, Black Panthers like March, and Avengers is July.
0: Avengers is more. Yeah,
1: that's why we've had two trailers for Black Panther and none for Avengers.
0: Twenty fifth of April is Black Panther oh, No, Avengers. Black Panther's got to be before Avengers. Oh, oh no, night for February. Yeah, there you go. All right, so there's only like three months between them.
1: Yeah, and then the Captain Marvel's after Captain Marvel. I'm I'm worried about set in the eighties. We're gonna get um CGI Samuel Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Is it really set in the 80s? Yeah, it's going to be set in the 90s, actually, I think. Um, but yeah, it's going to be set in the 90s. And That's cool. Samuel Jackson's going to be playing a younger version of Nick Fury. Hopefully with hair. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Give him white Nick Fury's hair. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Give him a high-top fade with some grey at the sides and everything. And have him chomping on a cigar the whole time. Just to really piss off the people who hate black Nick Fury.
0: <laughs> I love the fact that in the comics, like the Ultimate Universe... Potentially everyone that's in the Marwinist, they've like they've they've name dropped. <laughs> yeah. Like um I think Ultimate Ultimate Dead where she said that he was like he was like, I look like Ryan Reynolds because of an, uh, who was bitten by a radioactive Sharpe. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that is really nice. Yeah. yeah. Deadpool, that's it, yeah. 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 Classic. Um but for Ragnarok, it's, a, it's actually a great film. It's, it's, yeah. a, honestly it's a great film. It's a Julianne Moore.
1: It's a it's a film where you grin from start to finish.
0: Yeah. Which is good. I just wish they didn't have the Steven Strange cameo. Just didn't yeah. need to be in there. There was some Get fun rid- stuff with Loki trying to attack him and he just like
1: goes, right, bye, and just yeah, flings him off. I've been falling for 30 minutes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the bit where Hulk's fighting four and he grabs Thor oh, and the thing. He, goes, he goes, oh! <laughs> so Avengers and Loki's yeah. just like grinning.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <It's> like, yes! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> just getting really into this. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff yeah I like it um, I like that it was also a message to fans of the other films mm. like the ending it was essentially just them saying like don't be worried if we destroy everything yeah. we'll work it out yeah yeah just good nice just all around really good yeah Carl, Ke- Carl Urban is in it yeah he was in it he yeah. was scourge. Scourge,
1: yeah. Yeah, he had his death and Troy he had his machine guns. Yeah, which is cool. Beta Ray Bill is a cameo. Uh, well, not really a cameo. Yeah, his head's yeah. in the wall. Heads in the wall. Um, they mention the Frog of Thunder, don't they? Yeah. Which is a, a random four. Yeah. Reference. Um, yeah, it's full of fun little stuff for all the friend, all the family, yeah. and it's got probably the dirtiest joke in all the Marvel films. With your hammer pulled you off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, that's up there with the Jackson that's Pollock not, painting that's not the worst no it's Muling quim oh Muling quim yeah. yeah it's not a joke though yeah it was it's not a joke he you just calls her Muling quim he calls her Muling little
1: quim yeah which no. somehow got in a 12 certificate film
0: yeah <laughs> people just don't understand words <laughs> that
1: wasn't what made the DVD a 15 when they decided to cut it it was yeah
0: <laughs> it's like, it the fact they were just like there is a lot of violence in this yeah
1: I think people have forgotten what quim means yeah oh well yeah <laughs>
0: Oh all no, all though! for Ragnarok, great film! Yay! All right, that's another episode down for Crit Apocalypse. Yay! Two-hour um, episode,
1: fantastic.
0: Two-hour-long episode. That's uh. a bumper episode for you, you fans out there. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find Anne at lv fifty-four Space Monkey on Twitter. You can also find him as the most popular Mellow Gaming channel on YouTube. Officially now, yeah. Mellow Gaming. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can find <laughs> myself at Crit Apocalypse on YouTube. I am. On the Nintendo Switch ne- network now as Matt Klaus. Yeah, but you need to give people your friend codes for that bollocks. Don't. Bother. I don't understand what the fuck Jeez. that is. But um, uh, yeah, still uses friend codes. <laughs> I'm going to tweet it out later, and you can all just jump on that and add me. Yeah. Uh, if anyone fancies playing Mario Kart, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, fucking gonna Yoshi it up. Nice. They've got battle mode on the new Mario Kart, haven't they? Yeah, it's really good.
1: <sighs> Smell you later, Bill and Ted. I might quit my job and become a professional Mario Kart player. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm sure the pro leagues exist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not very good. I'm better at Street Fire. Do you think people play Street Fire in tournaments on the Switch?
1: You've got to be at least as good as Dark Side Phil. He's
0: talks, so I
1: feel. He's that one who Larry Bundy can't stand, um, oh. keeps mocking, and one and time he got bunk- caught wanking on stream, which is nice.
0: <laughs> a girl does that and it's fine because they're delicate, lovely things, but a guy does it and it's all just mess and
1: well it was space. he had his webcam, like he just he set up the stream and it was supposed to be like, you know, the image on the thing since so stream yeah. started in five minutes, but he hadn't done that, he actually just had there yeah, so this is in the corner screen is him just go
0: that's fucking disgusting (laughs)
1: moving about just that's fucking disgusting and then when he starts the stream he's just like oh oh
0: hi (laughs) that's fucking disgusting
1: yeah Darkside Phil is a constant failure
0: yeah I mean like at the very least sing power balance while you masturbate Yeah, that's why you can always hear me sing Bon Jovi lovely whoa I'm halfway there oh you're halfway there (laughs) living on a prayer
1: bye bye say bye bye guys bye